What's up, shipheads? This is the Sir Yacht Show presented by DraftKings. Do we have a doozy for you today? We interview uh, Browns fullback Johnny Stan. That was an awesome interview. We kind of talked about if uh, Baker Mayfield likes playing Dungeons and Dragons or not. It actually uh, turned out to be a very, very entertaining uh, interview. So thank you, Johnny Stan, for the time. Um, we got, yeah, we got NFL divisional round. Very excited to talk about that. Excited to see if the wheel beat us this week or not. Um, we got a lot of things we want to talk about. And, uh, I'm joined, as always, by the by the crew. We got uh, Matasaurus Rex. Uh, what was I supposed to intro you with? Uh, my New Year's challenge. Yeah, you got some sort of New Year's challenge going on. Actually, I believe it's next month. It will be. It'll be in February. Uh, my plan is to be crack-free for three days, February 29th, 30th, and 31st. So looking forward to that. It's going to be a challenge for sure, but I think we'll get it done. I, I hope so too, man. Those are some those are tough days to do it, mostly because they don't exist. And we also got uh Johnny number two, uh Brickwall Blitz. Uh Johnny, uh what was it like being this the the second rated Johnny on, on the podcast for a little bit there? Uh it was great. Uh it's it's good to know I always come second. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. You also, you put out a, uh, everybody go check out Johnny's uh, latest video at Brickwall Blitzy on YouTube and uh, Twitter. He posted um, the Seahawks Cardinals craziest, wildest rivalry in NFL history. Yeah, that was super well done. I do want to give a congratulations yeah. to you for, put, it was 47 minutes or something like that. Yeah. For, so just yeah, the fact like you put that. 47 minutes, 11 seconds. Yeah. So the fact you put Thank that all together is very impressive. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. It was like, it was like, it was like the past two months I worked on it. So I'm just glad to get it out of my system and also, um, delete all the storage that it had taken up on my computer. I couldn't even, yeah, yeah, I I, I uh, couldn't even imagine. And we're also joined by the man in the glass or excuse me, behind the glass, not in the glass. Uh, we got Jared. What's going on, man? (laughs) Good. How are you? What? Oh, damn it. Uh, we're matching today, Joey. Are we? Oh, we both got Bishop Sycamore on. Can you pan to yourself? Yeah, repping the school. Repping the school. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> repping yeah, the alma mater. Fine. I didn't even do my hair this morning. Uh, I, alma, I alma. keep it on this camera. I'm looking fine. All right. All right. Don't let it get to your head, Jared. The Jared right. show. All right. Our Ooh. top headlines for this week. Uh, Dak Prescott actually apologized for his remarks about the officials deserving to get hit by trash. Cowboys fans threw the, uh, at them after the 49ers Cowboys game when asked about it. Dak said, if I knew referees weren't deaf or blind, I never would have made those comments. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, Tampa Bay coach Bruce Arians was fined $50,000 for slapping a safety's helmet during the wild card game. I mean, seriously, how soft is this league getting? What happened to the good old days where players could go out, rob delivery trucks, and throw couches <laughs> off patios and still play on Sunday? Yeah, exactly. That's what exactly. I mean. If, if anything, you need to learn something from Miles Garrett. That's why you always hit somebody with their helmet. Oh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Bingo. Odell Beckham at one point on Monday had more passing yards than Kyler Murray. As a quarterback, he also has more playoff wins than Carson Wentz. Oh, <laughs> that's Jared's cousin. Yeah. Come on, nice. don't Back bring up, family. Come on, this. man, don't bring don't bring family into this. But uh, hey, man, hey, man, we all make mistakes. <laughs> don't insult my family. My, my Ramley, Fam, I'm here. My family, <laughs> my Ramley. Uh, speaking of Kyle Murray, he's actually now a sponsored athlete with McDonald's. That's right. The two sides are working on a menu where you could choose a bunch of your favorite McDonald's items, and they're calling it a McPick Six. Oh. You know. <laughs> 
You know, Kyle actually was seen out out of the bar as well. I heard a rumor. He was at, I seen at a bar with uh, Urban Meyer. Uh, while Urban Meyer was grinding on another girl, Kyle t- Kyler tried afterwards, but unfortunately, he was told he wasn't tall enough to ride the ride. <laughs> I feel like Kyler's the guy at the bar who's playing the crane machine. <laughs> Again, just a cheap. We were short playing joke. darts this weekend, though. Yeah, so I don't exactly. Know if we can really say anything. Yeah, that was fun though. It was a good time. After breaking a 31-year playoff victory drought last weekend, Joe Burrow told the Bengals that this is how things are going to be from here on out. Unfortunately, it was also reported that Dak Prescott told the Cowboys the same thing after he signed his contract. (laughs) That's good. Damn. That's good. That's good. Mike McCarthy elected for another fake punt after calling a fake punt on a previous play. Was that that, that it? Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was was rough. Did he call two fake punts? Well, he just never got the punt team off the field. Oh yeah, they like they got they they like they had a fake punt and then like they took a delay of game the play after because they couldn't substitute in time or whatever. Oh, it's so bad. So Shout bad. Mike McCarthy, him in the battle of time. Uh speaking of things I didn't want to learn about, Machine Gun Kelly tells Vogue that Megan Fox's engagement ring was designed to hurt if she takes it off. The bands are actually thorns, so if she tries to take it off, it hurts. Love is pain, they say. You know, guys, that's actually the same line of defense in court OJ Simpson had for blowing his wife's head off. <laughs> Love is pain. Shit. Uh, hey, that's Cleveland's finest right there. <laughs> OJ Simpson? No, Machine Gun Kelly. I would I was talking about this before. I would put o, I would rent free. I would put Machine Gun Kelly under Jake Paul. What is the Cleveland? What is the horrible Clevelander Mount Rushmore right now? I'm curious from you and Johnny's take. Um well, Jake, I mean Jake Paul mm-hmm. has to be on there. I would say Machine Gun Kelly. Um, Ariel Castro, he was the guy that kept those <laughs> girls in his basement for ten He's... years, and then Jeffrey Dahmer, I would say. Are we really putting Machine Gun Kelly and Jake Paul on like the same level as those sociopaths? Um, like, Johnny, those they were misunderstood. Okay, <laughs> it's like Hannibal Lecter; he had an eating disorder. All right, <laughs> <laughs> misunderstood. That's rough. All right, Steelers coach Mike Tomlin said that he's hoping for mobility in his next quarterback. In other news, the Raiders are hoping for open-mindedness in their next coach. (laughs) (laughs) Social commentary right there. Okay, so uh, many people disapprove of the current playoff formatting, including seven seeds for each conference. I haven't seen people complain this much about seven seeds since Phil Rivers had his seventh child. Oh, Uh, that's good. Oh, my God. Um, I did have one more headline I want to improv. So you guys saw that... um, uh, Jason and Travis Kelsey's mom uh, attended both their both their games on Sunday at the Eagles in the morning, mm-hmm. and then went to the Chiefs game in in the, in the evening, which I I thought was pretty cool. But you gotta you gotta be confused if you're Aaron Rodgers. You can't even get your family members to attend one game. Oh, <laughs> oh man. should I have left that one in the drafts? They were there oh, for uh, Jordan Love's bat or Jordan Jordan Love Jordan Rogers bachelor thing. I believe <sighs> that's oh. tough. Well, I I thought those were some pretty good headlines. Uh, Again, we're sponsored by DraftKings, and we have um, an interview coming up with Johnny Stanton. But first, I kind of want to talk about how we did last week in our picks. Okay, so yeah, Johnny, yeah, I need—I didn't get your last pick. Who'd you pick between? Uh, honor code, by the way. Honor code. Yes, uh, for the Rams Cardinals game. Uh, I said Rams. Okay. I, I believe him. I'll believe you. I believe you. Nice okay, time. that makes things more interesting. Was it just because the, the Rams won, Johnny, or was that actually what you said? That is actually what I said. Okay, guy. okay. Honor code. We'll, we'll go back. <clears throat> we'll go back. So last place was me, three of six. <laughs> three mm. of six. Playoff Jared. Hey, f- 50% <laughs> though. Honestly, 
It's pretty bad though, honestly. Yeah, that's not good. And then we have a three-way tie at five, uh, five right, five of six. Okay, Matt, you got five of six, and Johnny got five of six. And who's the third? Oh, the wheel. The wheel. So, that, so Joey, I won. Joey got all the right. Got Joey all got right. them all right. And I and I put money down this week on it, and I won. So Johnny, we should have not taken the Steelers. I don't know man, who put that idea man, in our heads. I, man, I fucking hate you, man. You, <laughs> I mean, okay, that's hang on, hang on, hang on. To be fair, on that same pod, I also said the Chiefs would make the Super Bowl. I did say that. So I feel yeah, that like was, I, that was I, ridiculous. I, I feel like I feel like I should have six of six. Yeah, that I was, feel like Pablo. That was absolutely ridiculous. Um, I mean, it yeah. doesn't really matter. I'm not getting any like prize from yacht this. right here, though. I tell you what. Um, you guys want to recap some of the games? Any 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 moments you thought last week that we we should talk about before we kind of dive into the divisional round? Well, did anything uh, noteworthy happen in the Cowboys Niners game? Yeah, Cowboys 49ers <laughs> ending. Like, what the fuck happened in that fucking ending? What was that? Uh, that was a a train wreck. Um, I have, I, I have, I've never, sorry, sorry, Joe, I've never seen anything like that before. Like, have you guys, like, in a playoff game, may, like, maybe in a regular season game, I've seen it, but like, in a playoff game. Well, Jared, you always, you, you talked about that decision at the end to, to, for a QB draw. I was on second and one or something. There was, what, 14 seconds left? Something like that. Something 16, like that. I believe. Yeah, and like I, I am on the stance with you. I agree that it was a good call, but it was executed horribly. Correct. I mean, the Niners' defense was covering the sidelines like crazy. Yeah, on well, purpose. A lot of people are saying the uh, 49ers' weakness was their cornerback. So maybe you, you throw it out. You have like eight seconds left, and maybe you could do the same thing. But you were talking about them kind of looking for that. Right, yeah. And then, like, you're not going to throw the ball. I mean, five yards, risk wasting the clocker. And you still have a little bit of time to get a playoff before a Hail Mary. So I didn't think it was bad. Dak should have slid about five yards sooner, yeah. just get the first down. I think he thought that he could get a touchdown on that play. Like that's, that's why it kind of ran a little further. Oh. Yeah, I think he got a little excited. Wow. He wanted that Stephon Diggs moment. Track Prescott. That would have been his yeah. nickname. Right. So I think that's what nice. his brain was at. And yeah, the last five seconds was just a shit show. Well, there's so much that happened. You know, a lot of people are blaming, you know, us refs, you know, as a honorary ref myself. They got to um, touch took, the ball. They got to touch the ball. You can't hand it to the fucking center. You got to give it back to the ref. The ref sure might have been like four 40 yards in the backfield and had to sprint to get there. And then he bumped into Dak Prescott. Uh, you know, Jerry Jones left the game with a minute left. So I don't even think he saw that. Was he in the Wait, elevator? What? I think he, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Oh, no. Wow. Well, I know he goes in an elevator to go down the field, like before the game is over. So maybe the elevator got broke mm -hmm. and he was stuck in the elevator. I'm not glory sure. Hole. It looked like he like left. I don't, I don't know what that means, Johnny. That you, don't, just, you don't know what a glory hole is? I don't know what a glory hole elevator is, Johnny. I'm trying to save you. Matt, please talk. Johnny, stop talking. <laughs> Wait, how would a glory hole elevator work? Because elevators go up and down. <laughs> Fuck you, Johnny. So you're, just, you're just rubbing your package against the wall. It's like, oh, shit. The friction's too much. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's one on every level. Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. <laughs> no, there's a glory hole no, on every like, level. No, it's, it's, it's like, oh, like oh, so... Oh, so, oh, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like, like Matt said, there, like there's like a hole in every floor. Someone just like goes through the hole. Oh my god! Uh, but yeah, uh, in terms of the Cowboys, uh, I think they got to fire Mike McCarthy and hire Kellen Moore before a a team like in the NFC, like another team in the NFC gets Kellen Moore. Their Cowboys are going to be regretting that for a long time. Let me real quick. We'll start with you, Jared. You're you know kind of like 
a, a, an honorary Cowboys fan for some reason. Maybe because there's a direct flight from Fargo <laughs> to Dallas. I'm not sure what it is. But let's start with you. Do you think it would be the right move for the the Cowboys to fire Mike McCarthy? Yeah, I I think I think the coordinators Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore have been carrying them all season. And it's been a proven track record with McCarthy and time and time. So I mean, despite you wanting Kellen Moore on the Vikings, yes, I I'm separating that. I have ethics and morals. <laughs> He's, I think Jared's back in the Leslie Frazier train. No, oh, hell no. Oh, fuck no. Oh, what, about, what about uh, what about Urban <laughs> or Jim Harbaugh? What? I would like Jim Harbaugh. Would you take yeah, Harbaugh? Yeah, Urban, Urban, no. Harbaugh's got a track record though of after like four yeah, or five yeah. years, he runs his course kind of. Yeah, but he would, makes you, would it, you be willing to do that for he, a Super Bowl appearance? He's got Super Bowl caliber. Yeah. I mean, McCarthy's That's time has come and gone since like 2015. Yeah, I think he I think they won a Super Bowl despite Mike McCarthy for the Packers. That's what I think. Well, I think he just got exposed like in the 2015 yeah. season. And then he, yeah, just, he, has yeah, he, just, he just didn't adjust like the last four years of his. Uh, right. So, so, yeah, so I, I, like. I sorry. I think Don't uh, apologize. Just fucking talk. You're good. I always apologize. Fuck Own you. it. Own it. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I would, yeah, I would fire Mike McCarthy as well, despite the fact that obviously they're 12 and five and like they were the number one scoring team under him. Here's the but, thing though, Johnny, they play in the NFC East. They have yeah, the, half the of their division. wins. I don't know what their record was against the Giants football team and Eagles, but it's probably five and one. S- swept, swept them. They swept them. Okay. So it's half their wins are against yeah. two awful yeah, two opponents. Days. I believe they had uh, three, like three wins against uh, playoff teams, uh, two against the Eagles, and then uh, they beat the Patriots as well, which is a really good Eagles game for them. Team. But it's like, I like I I agree with Jared. Like they like they were they were kind of like winning in spite of McCarthy. They're, like there there were like there were like hitches throughout the season where it was like McCarthy was making like some really dumb de- decisions. And like so in retrospect, it was kind of like foreshadowing up to this moment. And like that fourth quarter was like just. Maybe like like one of the worst managed fourth quarters I've seen, and 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 that and that's saying a lot because Mike McCarthy has managed a lot of terrible fourth quarters in uh, the postseason. Have you seen that 2014 uh, NFC Championship game where yep. he kicked like three field goals from the Seahawks one yard line? I don't yep. know. It's just like the With dude, Aaron the Rogers. dude, the, the dude, the dude like frauded his way into like a head coach, <sighs> like like a second head coach spot because he's like, oh, I'm an analytics guy, and then like he, then like as like at his introductory press press conference, he was like, oh yeah, uh, that all that stuff was a complete lie, and it's like that should have been a red flag from there that this guy is gonna hold your team back. No integrity and no neck, Matt. What do you, what do you think? Should you be fired? No neck. Yeah, I think it's time to go. He just the moments just always look too big for him. I think he's probably. You could keep him as a good consultant or something like that. I think he still knows how to design plays decently well. I just think game management, you got you got to have a certain level of just like intelligence. I feel bad calling the guy stupid, but he looks up at that <laughs> scoreboard like he's looking up at a movie theater and about to argue about concession prices. I think it's not even I think it's not even <laughs> that was good. That just that just hit me. Speaking of intelligence and not getting things. Um yeah. I I I'm sure he's one of the smartest football guys. I mean, he took a year off from the league to master that, the NFL. That's the thing, though. The he NFL mastered is, it. Yeah, the NFL is just the best of the best. But here's the thing. There are people... I, I use this analogy all the time because my girlfriend's in medical school, and she sees a lot of the, like, the smartest people. But when it comes to the application of what they learn, a lot of those people under pressure can't do what they... No, he's not a good test taker. I'm sh- no, he's not a good. He's not a good test taker. It, he's it, he's it, not it's, good it's, when moment when you need it when crunch time. He's not. It's good. tough. It's it, it, it's tough to like really stand out like like. 
you like you could honestly be like the worst head coach, but you you probably be smarter than like all of us to like. So obviously, like we're not saying we could do his job easily. Like obviously, we can't. It's just like. That's the worst argument. That's the I hate when people say that argument, Johnny, because people are like, "Oh, why don't you do it better?" It's like I'm not a fucking NFL coach. Like I know, are like, you saying you're I not allowed to criticize? No, no, I'm, 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 I know. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm mad. I'm at not other saying people. we can't criticize. I'm I saying know. It's just like, it's I'm tough. not saying it against you. I'm saying when other people do that, stop making everything about yourself. Fucking shut up, shut up! But Dude, isn't that the worst? Sh- though, the show's people... named after you. You're making it about yourself. That's true. All right, we're we're moving on. Th- that's, that, but that is so annoying though. When people like, you're not allowed to criticize somebody, like, oh, why don't you go do it? What the fuck yeah. does that even mean? You Dude, I, I won't. Joy, won't, sorry, one last thing. Like, stop I'll, saying I wanna... sorry. Just fucking talk. Okay, you're good. Sorry. I appreciate you. Sorry. <laughs> nice. Um, one last thing about that is like. Like, like people say, like, oh, like, well, like, why don't you do it? Like, you, you haven't played football. Why don't you do it? Meanwhile, someone like Trent Dilfer fucking does that, and everyone's like, dude, you weren't even good enough in the NFL. Like, what do you want from these people? What well, the fuck do you want? It's these the same people? thing with want- Dan Orlovsky. People are like, oh, you ran in the back of the end zone, and you were a part of the 0 and 16 Lions. He's like, that doesn't mean he he has no knowledge of football. Like, yeah, you can't exa- criticize exactly. somebody. Like, do- what the fuck? Do you want this guy to be Tom Brady? Like, Tom Brady's apparently the only guy that can, like, comment on the NFL. And even then, he still gets fucking roasted on Twitter. Ah, it's like, oh, Mickey Mouse fucking rings or whatever. That, what, that which is ridiculous. Last thing on the Cowboys, since becoming a franchise in 1995, we said this on Goose Egg Gambling. Because Jacksonville Jaguars have as many playoff wins as the Dallas Cowboys. That is, anytime you are compared to the Jacksonville Jaguars, that's probably not a good thing. I don't think that I don't I, like I don't think that's true. I think they have seven playoff wins as a franchise. Johnny, stop! Shut the fuck up and just say, "Wow, that's crazy." <laughs> wow, that, wow, that's that, crazy. Wow, that's crazy that Syriot was wrong. No, that's it's it's true. I saw it on Twitter. Um, that must mean it's true. Um, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the Cardinals Rams game. Uh, we've kind of been echoing all year the Arizona Cardinals were frauds. I want to give a little round of applause to the Syriot show. We all you're right. We were right. We were right. Uh, another collapse in, in the books for Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, I know you said this is kind of like cherry picking. Or what would, what yeah, would, slightly, what cherry, slightly cherry picked stat. So every season since he was at Texas Tech, uh, Cliff Kingsbury's had some sort of collapse. In 2014, lost 4 or 5. 2015, 4 or 6. 2016, 6 of 8. 2017, 6 of 8. 2018, 5 of 5. 2019, I think that's when he was on the Cardinals. Is this third season? This is third, yeah. Yes. Seven of nine they lost at the end of the season. 2020, they lost six of nine, and one of those was a Hail Mary. In 2021, they lost four of five. My question to you guys is we thought Mike, we think Mike McCarthy should probably go. Uh, Do you think it's too early for the Cardinals to think about that with Cliff Kingsbury? Why is that a cherry pick stat, Jared? That seems pretty like, cut and dry. Well, it's like ten games, nine games, eight but games. But it's still showing that he loses no, the majority is. of I his said, games towards said, the last. I, slightly, slightly cherry picked. Okay, it yeah. should just been like a consistent like, like last ten games or five. Yeah, yeah, that that's what. But then I'm, one of those, one of those, uh, one of those stats, one of the looks is good. So right. I understand that, but it's still, it's still concerning. Yeah, right. right. I don't think the problem. I've flip flopped on this. I don't think the problem is 100 percent Kingsbury. Is that, is that your girlfriend? No, it's my 420 alarm to set my fantasy basketball lineup. That's my favorite <laughs> thing. That's my favorite thing when like somebody's like, "Oh, it's my wife." It's like yeah. the emergency like 911 thing. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, we get it, man. Happy wife, no. happy life. Yeah. No, oh, I'll take this. She's gonna have my head. Oh, you're oh, ball chain, ball chain. Yeah. The boss is calling. <laughs> but uh, I actually don't think I flip flopped this. I don't think it's all Kingsbury's fault. I think. This roster was so dependent on DeAndre Hopkins 
And I think that is what really got exposed ah, the last half mm. of the year. They have their offense could not function without him. <clears throat> Kyler Murray was panicking. Their whole team just had no mojo at all. I think this is more on the GM for not building a good as good of a team as we thought they were originally. They are who we thought they were. Danny Green. Love the reference. Dennis Green. Off the hook. Big shout. Also from Minnesota. You call him. You um, call him. Called. I think I. It's I, I. It seems. It seems kind of ironic. Like especially since we like all said that Mike McCarthy should be fired and whatever. I guess. Cliff should be like, but they're like they're clearly not going to do it. Like this, like this is no. this is one of the best seasons in Cardinals franchise history, which is like really sad to say because yeah. this, th- like this is a franchise that rarely has like consistent postseason success. The only time they really had that was like 2008, 2009, where like they had like back to back seasons as uh, division champs, and I think that might be the only time they've done that. They've had like they've had postseason appearances back to back in 2014, 2015, but um. Yeah, so I, I I don't I don't think they're gonna fire him, but like it just he, like he he's just, he's just I've he's just been figured out in like the second half of like every season so far, and it's like obviously it's not all of his fault. Kyler Murray, uh, like has has had like injuries. He threw like one of one of the absolute worst picks pick sixes I've ever seen, and it's just like mm-hmm. his height. It, like as much as I love him, I do think his height can be like a concern as he sees like receivers down the middle of the field. I don't think it's as much of a concern as like people have made it out to be, but it's still enough of one that it that like it does like I, present several hitches in his team. I told you, Johnny, I told you Baker is better than him. But you know, you keep getting you're still you're still, inco- you're still <laughs> incorrect. Kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jesus man. When, when comparing Cliff Kingsbury Jared to Mike McCarthy, I think Mike McCarthy it, it, you talked about it. Was it he had 14 penalties? Was it last game or was it? Yep. That's like something that a 10 year coach, someone that's been in the league for over a decade as a head coach. Yeah. That's something that should not happen. Cliff Kingsbury came from Texas Tech, and you can make any excuses that you want for him. Oh, like he's never really won wherever he's gone. That's fine. But Cliff Kingsbury's three years into the NFL, their first playoff run, they were without DeAndre Hopkins, like you said, and they're just an inexperienced playoff team. The Cowboys have playoff experience. They've gotten bounced out of the first round seven out of the last 11 times they've been in the playoffs. And Mike McCarthy has Super Bowl experience and he's done everything and there's still one of the most undisciplined teams in the NFL. That's where I think you got to differentiate between Cliff Kingsbury and Mike McCarthy. Right, and I think Kingsbury needs a nap. He looks so fucking tired. He looked bad. He, that, I yeah, felt he, so confident in my bet when they showed him pregame. He just looked exhausted. I think obviously, he, obviously, he knows about these stats about him ending Dude, bad. So I think spe- he's losing sleep about spe- it. Spe- yeah. Speaking of speaking of exhausted coaches, you guys see. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, that dude looked yeah. like he was going to have a fucking stroke at the yeah. end of that. Cowboys Does Kyle game. Shanahan even enjoy his job? He always looks miserable. They don't sleep. They don't. I, don't I like think he likes. Coach you, I think he's rough. worried about Jimmy Garoppolo. He should yeah, be. obviously he's a bum. He's handsome, but he's a bum. All right. Well, he's been playing well Trey recently. Man. Not really. I gotta, I gotta he's, s- no, he's not. Not really. He's not what, Jimmy? Well. He has a, not been playing well. With a hurt, you for, for having a hurt shoulder I mean, and thumb? He's he, one of the last he, eight okay, he, threw that, he threw that interception that got the Cowboys back in the game. He missed He missed Brandon Ayuk on a touchdown like like a, like a couple drives earlier. I don't can know I, what the hell he's talking about. Can I confess something? Second half of that game, my YouTube TV went out, so I didn't watch it. I was trying to get yeah, it. Yeah, you I don't couldn't. watch anything. You just have these takes, man. I think he. I thought <laughs> if oh. I could, if I could defend my boy Jimmy here. <laughs> oh, about me? What the fuck? <laughs> no, not you. No, you're good. I'll let you sit with that one. <laughs> um, I think Jimmy actually, man. Obviously, the pick was really bad. Like 
pretty 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 really bad handsome bad <laughs> handsome bad but i yeah. thought jimmy for the most part managed the game pretty well i think he does what that offense asks him to do that's the problem like he manages it which is fine but like when, when they need him to like take that step i don't think he can do it and i think that's something that trey lance can potentially do like he offers much more of a skill set he has much better arm talent and it's just like they can scramble know, like he got yeah, them. exactly he, he's, he did so, get he's them so much that more first of a step in that run game he did get them yeah. that first down before the false start happened. So he did, in effect, put the game away for them. But then there was a penalty. Then they punted it. And, and he's all like that. missing throws to Ayuk. And yeah. Also, I, Debo Samuel oh, carrying him. Debo right. Samuel. Like, like, can we talk about Debo Samuel for a bit? Because it's like it's crazy that he's like, like, like the most like spectacular play, player on an offense that has George Kittle. And like the way he's used, it's just like, wow, this dude is like the ultimate weapon. He that is pretty incredible that he is like the number one weapon now, and he was first team All Pro. You can say whatever you want about yeah. the the selection for first team All Pro. He um, earned it, man. But but Debo Samuel uh, definitely deserves it. I mean, he's like. Uh, I, I sent that meme into the uh, the group chat with us, yeah. and uh, someone posted it like under one of Dak Prescott's tweets, apologizing to the refs. Uh, let me find yeah. it. It was like uh, you, you, you just you lost to. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, strong safety, cornerback, offensive lineman, Debo Samuel. And that's, it's just a guy that like is so unique. Him and like Cordero Patterson. Um, is that was that the correct guy? Yep. Yeah. Yes. This, this is kind of like a Swiss Army knife in a sense. Our boy Johnny Stan. Yeah, I think, Johnny Stan, I think yeah. every team needs to get that type of player. I think the league is trending that way because Taysom Hill kind of started the revolution, maybe. But now every team mm. just kind of needs like that offensive player mm. who can throw it out of the backfield. They can run it. They can. It's just it so right. nuts that they rely, like that he runs as much as he does. I mean, it, it we we were befuddled when we looked at the uh, DraftKings for running backs and Debo Samuel wasn't on it. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I think he might be the most valuable non-quarterback offensive player in the league right now. Oh, and he has like what's cool with him is like he has such like like guys like LeBron. And Ronaldo and, and people that have like big names. Debo is like a, it's just, that's such a powerful like name. You know, you got, you got the charisma. It's, it's cartoony, but looks. also cool. But then you know what they do? It's Uh-oh. not like Baker. It's not like Baker. Okay. Collins and Steve. Back oh, it up. Here we go. You back Don't it up. It. Always. And by go. Baker, this is not me. Baker's not watching this. He's he just had fucking shoulder surgery today. But oh, yeah, well, Baker. Baker. This is Colin Coward impersonation. Got else to do. This hurt. Um, <laughs> Divorce. Also, congratulations to the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, first playoff win in yeah. 31 years. None of us were even thought about uh, being conceived. Our parents uh, did not fuck uh, <laughs> the last playoff. Thank you. Yeah, shit. My parents. Yeah, my parents were like mid 20s at that point. They're still virgins. Ah. They're still virgins. Fucking Am I doing math were, right? Yeah, parents were yeah. fucking losers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My parents were getting no play back then. Were, uh, Tom Brady, did you guys know, is older than every remaining opposing NFC head coach. McVay, 35. LaFleur is 42. Shanahan, 42. And then Tom Brady's 44. That's insane. That oh. is everyone but Arians. Yeah. Well, yeah, Arian, Arians. Yeah, Arians. Arians old as dirt. He's too busy hitting his players <laughs> and ki- kicking uh, people to get back in or whatever. Yeah. I don't like Arians. I think he's, oh. he's kind of an asshole. No, you're not, you're not an Arians guy. I mean, he's always been an asshole. But to be fair, yeah. Jared, you are like a snowflake. I am. That is true. <laughs> Jared, don't, don't, don't say that to you. No, I can take back. it. Say something, say something, Matt. Typical snowflake. Yeah, Jared, open shot. 
Uh, fight, of the shot. fight of the universe on the line. At least I don't shit my pants in third grade basketball game. Wow. Oh, that, Jared, I told you that Jared, off air. That was off air. <laughs> that was in confidence. Shit. Wow. That's shit. I gave you a chance to tee off on me and you did. No trust. Uh, Johnny, you're saying shit way too much for someone who, who shit his pants. Um, <laughs> we all did. 2013. You guys want to know something kind of crazy? The Washington football family tree. Matt Lafleur in 2013 was the quarterbacks coach for for Washington. Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. Sean McVay was the tight ends coach. So I think as a result, as a byproduct, they are not going to win the Super Bowl this year. I don't know why, but it just I have a bad omen with anything associated. With Washington. How is that not the best offense ever? Because it was Washington. Because who was the coach? Uh, Mike Shannon. Mike Shannon. There yeah. you go. Mike yeah, it was Mike Shannon. He's a, he's he's a Hall of Fame caliber coach. Wait, was that the RG3 year? That been the year before. Yes. The year before RG3. So that was a great offense. Yeah. It was. Also, 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 Kirk Cousins is the backup. Right. Yeah, they, there might be a 30 for 30 on that team someday. There should be a 30 uh, for 30. I hate that on statement. that. Why? Well, it's like what? we all experienced it, but like I can't wait till the thirty for thirty comes out about it's, this. It's like the idea of watching a full game is like, oh, well, I, I'll go into bed. Yeah, I can watch I, the highlights I, real quick. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. With your, like, I, I saw some like tragedy get like brought up, and everyone's like, oh, I can't wait for the thirty for thirty. Right? And they've been like, made 30, 30 for thirties recently. I, I haven't they, seen one thirty for thirty come they, out. They did the they Deion have, Sanders I one, I believe. Yeah, I don't know. They do it like one a year. Yeah, they take a while to make. Apparently, it's a documentary. It is on ESPN. Yeah. You got uh, any more? You want to just read the synopsis <laughs> real quick? Um, anybody else uh, before we kind of uh, fast forward to the divisional round? Any 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 other games you missed? The Eagles box game was no, atrocious. No, nothing of note. Eagles suck. No. Eagles it did not fuck. suck. I was right oh, about that. Actually, take. I got one for you guys. I don't think that good. This weekend, the set both the seven seeds got kind of shit pounded. Do we think that's a mistake to have a seven seed in the playoffs, or do you think that this is just no, a those fluke? are two Pennsylvania teams? Um, I just think don't mm. have any Pennsylvania teams in the playoffs, and you're solved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, I mean, if, if the Colts and like Chargers like did their job, like one of those teams would have been in. That is true. The Vikings could have made it too. Um, <laughs> Thank God they didn't, because they would still be around. No, he he would have gotten fired. <laughs> they I, made I, the playoffs. I think so. I don't think so. It's hard to fire coaches, man. Who makes it the playoffs? Well, it's, it's Marty hypo- Schottenheimer. It, it's a hypothetical, I mean, so I can say I mean, yes. Hypothetical. I mean, that that that's what the Titans did in 2017. They made the playoffs, won a playoff <laughs> game, and then they uh, they fired their coach. Yeah, I don't think anybody. Right. Be, uh-huh. I don't think anybody would be complaining if the Colts made the playoffs instead of the Steelers. Um, and then no you one. had the, the no Chiefs one. playing the Colts. I think that would have been a great game. Well, the Colts Bills game, the two was the two versus seven last year, and that was like the best game of the first round. Yeah, I think it was just it was just it's right. two games. It was just there were two bad games. So yeah, that, that's all. I don't think it's. It a, just was. I thought it was very stark how different the two seed versus the seven seed was this year in terms of quality. Well, and the parity in the NFL season this year was so wide. It was crazy. Like last mm-hmm. year, we we definitely yeah. knew what teams were going to win, or at least we had more of an idea. We had so many upsets this year that I was right. kind of surprised the games weren't closer. <clears throat> you 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 lo- you love that word parity, by the way. Like you 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 use it a lot in this pod. You, you do. spell parity. P A R I T Y. I thought you were gonna say O D Y. I was waiting for that. I'm like, nope, <laughs> you're wrong. Fucking owned. All right, uh, no, I, you, for spelling a word, doing your job. Congratulations, Johnny. You passed the you passed the basic IQ test. Congratulations. Um, I don't have any other crazy stats right now. Uh, Brady's just kind of old as dirt. Um, but that's all I got. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, congratulations on your retirement. Uh, I'll be celebrating that for sure. Everybody, round of applause. Just kidding. Yeah. Burgers for congrats, Bur- c- Roethlisberger. Yeah, c- c- congrats on parole, Ben. 
All right. Uh, Orange, we're are you glad as Browns fans that he's out of the division, or are you scared for what might come? What might come next? No, they're they're not going to have anybody that comes in. That's I mean, they got Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Sucks. Haskins right now. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of veteran quarterbacks, and I think they're going to want to go to a team that has an established presence, a good coach. But the, I think Steelers are a very attractive destination for a quarterback. I would agree. I would also agree, but it, it's like me trying to like. So, like psych myself into thinking like okay if Baker's not here somebody else has to I just, I just don't know how probable it is that a veteran quarterback gets moved are the Seahawks going to move Russell Wilson do they want that conversation to even come up <laughs> the Packers are probably going to I, I don't think Rodgers is going to be back next year I, I don't I do. but I feel like I feel like the Broncos are going to get one of those quarterbacks. Peyton Manning's moving up, and his group is probably going to like win the bid for ownership. Mm. So I feel like that makes the Broncos an attractive destination. And they have, I, I mean, they're in dire need of a quarterback, and they've shown before that you can win a Super Bowl uh, uh, with them. So, I mean, but you can also win a Super Bowl in Pittsburgh. Can you win one in Cleveland? I'm not quite sure, but they have a great roster. So I don't know. That That is a good point. Um, but to answer your question, I don't, I'm, I'm more like a live in the now kind of thing. Yeah. And Ben is absolutely torn apart and farted on my dreams for years and years and years. And I'm just glad that sack of shit is gone. Yeah. I'm a, glad he who, is gone. But, but who owns the playoff series? The Browns, Browns. do. Browns. And who wins? Yeah. And who in the AFC North has won a playoff game? The not most recent. So the latest. The Browns. Steelers. Oh, the Bra- what the Bra- fuck are you talking about? I, I, bro, that question was like worded like so weirdly. Yeah, that was like, pretty terrible. I will admit. All right, before we go into our picks, let's dive into our interview with Browns fullback Johnny Stanton. All right, back in the Suryat show, we are live with Browns fullback Johnny Stanton. Uh, Johnny, thanks so much for joining us. I, I first off, I wanted to, um, I want to apologize to you. Uh, a few months ago. Uh, I was, we were Sunday night football. I was watching Vita Vea, defensive lineman for the Buccaneers. And he was playing fullback for the, for the Bucs. And I was like, holy cow, that man is an absolute unit. So I, so I tweet, could you imagine if Miles Garrett played fullback for the Browns? Like that would be crazy. I did not think many people would see that tweet. I did not think you would see that tweet. You quote tweeted that. And that tweet absolutely blew up. And people like, oh, my own, this guy's fraud, whatever. And I'm like, whatever. So I, I just, first off, I wanted to apologize for that. And I, I hope you can forgive me. No need to apologize. I think we were both, uh, both having some fun with it. No, it was, it was, it was really fun. So yeah. um, you've had quite the journey to get to this point uh, in your career. And uh, I think you've really embodied someone who's always been ready for their shot. So just to, I know I'll miss some details, but I wanted to run it off real quick and then I'll ask my sure. question. So you started off as a quarterback for, uh, for your high school, Santa Margarita Catholic. Uh you had a season-ending knee surgery, uh, season-ending knee injury your senior uh, senior high school season. You go to Nebraska uh, for one season. You're listed as a third-string quarterback. You then transfer to Saddleback College. Uh, yep. You absolutely ball out there, and then you transfer to UNLV. Uh, you had another season-ending injury, I believe, your redshirt junior season. Uh, and then, so what do you do naturally? You go to the most brutal position in all of sports, I would say, and you go to fullback. Uh, and you not only play the fullback position, you start three games at quarterback. You play defense. You play special teams. You block a punt. You are literally the Swiss Army knife of football players. And then you go undrafted to the uh, the Vikings, May of 2018. 
Uh, you're placed on season-ending injury reserve uh, in August. You go back and forth on on and off with the practice squad. You sign with the Browns January of 2020 after uh, you know being elevated on and off the practice squad. You finally seize the moment. Week seven against the Broncos, Case Keenum throws a one-yard touchdown pass to you. So I know we were all super hype about that. So my, my question is your story and your perseverance uh, getting to the NFL and where you are. Uh, it's very unique. Uh, it's very inspiring. And I think that's why it kind of resonates with a lot of Browns fans. So my questions uh, to you are, what is it about fullback that made you uh, pursue that position? And uh, what kind of keeps you motivated as you move along in your NFL career? Um, well, before I ask, answer that question, I, I want to, uh, there's one part to clarify it. I, I didn't actually end up playing fullback until I was in the NFL. Um, my senior year of college, when I came back from my knee injury, I just wasn't a starter for the team uh, at quarterback, but then I asked to play some special teams. They brought me on some defense. And then I went back to quarterback after an injury. So when I was trying out for the Vikings during their rookie mini camp, and when I was just trying out for the team, uh, I was trying out as a tight end and then they fold, they tie, they signed me as a fullback. Um, wow. So I Wikipedia is wrong, by first. the way, we need to update that. Wikipedia is, <laughs> is not on their game. Yeah. Not on I'll their make game. sure to edit. I think any of us can do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, correct. But, uh, but yeah, my first, uh, my first game of fullback was with preseason, um, with the Vikings before I broke my ankle. Um, but as far as, uh, like, you know, to answer your question about how, what it's like to, you know, compare it, comparing it to the other positions and what, how I feel like I fit there, you know, switching from quarterback to fullback, isn't a high school quarterback's dream, <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's not, it's not the dream, but man, like I could not have asked for it to go any other way. I would not have been able to make it to the NFL as a quarterback, knowing now like what guys like Baker and Case can do. Like I, it's just it, they wow me every single day, and uh, you know, knowing what my skill set is as like a hard nosed guy who is always a downhill runner at quarterback, knowing that that is what I can bring to the position, uh, along with you know transitioning that into like blocking sense. Um, it took a while to get used to it, but I feel like I've, I'm starting to you know fill into my potential, and I'm excited to I'm excited to see you know. Where, where, what I can do in, in the future once I'm given a, you know, given a shot to be able to play a couple uh, more than just a couple games. And um, I really feel like I, I'm, you know, I, I haven't shown, you know, quite yet what everything I can do. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so you're kind of in that sweet spot right now where the season's over and you don't have a ton of team commitments. Are you kind of in fuck it mode? Are you able to like eat what you want? Are you able to do what you want? Like, what is your typical beginning of the off season routine look like? You know, I always tell myself I'm going to give myself a lot of off time. I'm going to do, I'm not going to work out. I'm not going to be doing anything. But then, you know, when you're waking up at like, you know, 9.30, 10 o'clock, when you're used to getting up at 6 o'clock, it's, uh, and you're spending, you know, the whole morning, early afternoon, not doing anything, you start feeling like, man, I really get just got to like do something with my days. So I've started getting back into li- to working out, not really anything to like get season ready, more just off season, you know, saying, you know, allows myself to feel like I can, you know, not necessarily eat everything I want to, but, you know, not quite as be, you know, be quite as uh, strict as during the season. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's uh, a lot less of a commitment these first couple weeks, first month or so of the off season. And, you know, you get to be a, you get to be a regular person again and uh, you know, watch your significant other go to work during the day and just hang out at home. It's <laughs> dope. It's <laughs> very dope. Okay. So, okay. So Johnny, my question to you, my first question to you is uh, you've obviously been in that Browns locker room for like, the entire season. So my question to you is like, you've been around like a bunch of personalities like miles Garrett and uh, Nick Chubb. Who is your favorite teammate in that Browns locker room? 
Good uh, Andy and I gelled together really well. Um, we knew each other at Nebraska, and um, oh, yeah. it wasn't until I came here that we really became friends. Um, obviously, playing the same position, where we get competitive with each other, but not to a point where it really interferes with our friendship at all. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll spend we'll spend a lot of days together, you know, just just chilling. But obviously, with COVID, you can't really hang out with guys outside. Um, one of the other guys I get get along really great with is Dearness Johnson. Um, dude's oh. a character. Um, that whole running back room is, you know, I know, I know Nick, you know, hides it a little bit better than, than most, but, um, he's, you know, right there with Kareem and Dearness and Andy, who are like just, you know, big personalities in, in the locker room. And, um, you know, it, it takes becoming his teammate to really see it, but Nick does have a great personality and a great sense of humor. That's good to know. Cause a lot of people really think he's just like this guy that like doesn't say anything. He just like, he just shows up and, and whatever. But I, I, it seems like he does have that personality. Uh, it's his, it's his Batman facade. Like, you know, that's why he, he yes. really, you know, you know, attaches to that, you know, cause he gets put on the, ca- the cape and cowl and just like, you know, hide behind that. I love that. That's so, that's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. So you, you really do gel a lot with a lot of guys. Uh, I think like, you know, Miles Garrett, White Teller, like the guys you just said, uh, you, I mean, obviously you went viral for, uh, you know, playing Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons with Miles Garrett, White Teller and, and uh, a couple other people, uh, which I think anytime the fans can kind of see your personal life and not just see you as a football player on the TV, I think it's like a really cool thing. So um, I have a couple questions to piggyback off of that. Have you got, have you asked, Baker and Nick Chubb to play? Have they said yes? Have they said no? And if you could play with D and D with anybody in the NFL, any 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 NFL player, who would it be? Uh, as far as asking Baker and Nick, um, you know, when I was when I read originally brought it up to Miles, we had started looking for other people to play. Um, Kendall was the first person I asked. Kendall Lamb, uh, Ken, who's not on the team anymore, but Kendall asked Wyatt, and that's how we ended up getting our core three group of people plus uh, Jeremy and Sarah um, uh, as part of uh, Miles' group. Um, I did, I think week 16, when we were in Pittsburgh, I asked, I asked Baker when we were like, in, oh. in the, uh, I asked him like, Hey, you know, if you ever want to, if you ever want to join D and D next season, you know, it's, you know, the, the invitation's open and he was like, no chance in hell. Like, oh <laughs> no. Uh, which hey. is fine. You know, it's, it's not, uh, you know, not everybody's going to love it. And, you know, I think if, if you know, you're not going to like it, you know, sometimes you can be proven wrong, but you know, you don't want to waste four hours of your time trying it. Um, as far as Nick, I can definitely see Nick trying it. Um, I think oh. a lot of people open up when it comes to uh, when it comes to that, you know, that sort of thing with Dungeons and Dragons, and uh, I can see Nick having a lot of fun with it. Um, man, that's a tough question though. With anybody in the NFL, uh, I think anybody who has like improvisational skills, kind of the acting skills, a great sense of humor. Um, I mean, no, nothing's really popping off, you know, in the top of my head. Um, who, who, who do you, who, I mean, I know I'm kind of switching the question back on you, but can you think of anybody who kind of fills out that, those descriptions? It sounds like the dumbest thing ever, but I think Antonio Brown playing Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> oh, on no, camera no, would be no, the funniest. No, no, I know I shouldn't have said that, but that would no, be the funniest. No, no, no. Uh, you see someone with a good imagination. See, with, with, Baker's act, with Baker's acting chops, I can see him being good at it. I think he would enjoy it. I think but, he would too. Uh, We're going to put some yeah. pressure on him on social media to do it. No, you there know who I think actually <laughs> Jamal Williams uh, I actually okay. had a chance to interview him, uh, Lions running back. Yeah, and he lo- he's big and on like anime, um, and he just has such a, like a a huge character like in personality. I think I think I think he's probably played before, but I, I I'm sure he would he would take up on that if you guys were ever uh, in the same I area. Yeah, he's yeah. he's one of my favorite people. Jamal Williams is hilarious. Yeah, you just need someone who won't take themselves too seriously. I feel like yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, that's true. so right now there's a big debate on like defensive player of the year. Like it's always between like Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald, T.J. Watt. It kind of seems like everyone talks value. Mm. 
being in the offensive meeting rooms, is there a defender that doesn't get enough credit that has a really big impact on games that might not show up on like stat sheets or anything like that? Man, it's, that's tough. There, there are so many games that we, we went through um, for, um, you know, looking at the defensive roster. Uh, obviously, you know, you always have to keep an eye on TJ Watt. Um, mm-hmm. You know, those edge rushers, um, Judon with the Patriots had, you know, hell of a year, had a good game against us. He was definitely somebody that we were, focusing on um but yeah i mean you know i think it seems like it's going to come down to either miles or tj and you know i know tj got that i think uh got a couple of sacks at the end of the year that you know might have pushed him over but miles is always going to be my rookie my excuse me my uh defensive player of the year yeah ours too ours too yeah ours too uh we're pro miles garrett pod um okay so you have you have obviously as we discussed you have been in both uh the vikings and browns locker rooms and have played with kim stefanski for i believe like 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 most of your career if not all of it so my question for you is uh what different what what differences have you noticed between playing in minnesota and playing in cleveland in terms of uh the weather the atmosphere um i mean i think coach coach stefanski does a really great job of keeping the culture on the team you know forward facing um making the the values uh and the ideals of the team uh you know always in focus where you know he always tells us at the start of every week we are a smart tough accountable resilient football team and it spell it out without the football it turns out it's start so we have start on the back of our shirts uh he's real it's really like the you know the mantra of our whole team and i think coach does a really good job of you know not only keeping us focused but keeping it light he has a great sense of humor he's a very dry sense of humor um as far as minnesota goes i got to be there preseason my rookie year working with the running back room while he was a quarterback's coach and then i was brought back in 2019 but only for two weeks when he was offensive coordinator so i didn't get to spend you know an enormous amount of time with him i've been, been able to spend much more time here in cleveland um but uh you know, I, I just see him as, as one of the like premier coaches in this league, especially offensive minds. Um, and, you know, I feel real lucky to be not only be, be playing for such a great coach, but also, you know, a coach that uses the fullback, which, you know, like yeah. you said, isn't uh, everyone, you know, every team in the league. Yeah. Yeah. To kind of piggyback off that, I feel like it's kind of like a lost art right now. You know, it was, it was back in the day, like, you know, you heavily rely on the, on the fullback. I think of Larry Zonka, uh, there's 23 fullbacks that are under contract in the NFL right now. You and Janovich are two of them. Um, mm-hmm. kind of, could you kind of walk us through like the day in the life of a fullback, whether it's like in practice or a game? And, uh, do you think, you think you're a trendsetter here? Do you see fullbacks kind of making a comeback? You know, if you can bring versatility and toughness and a certain, you know, a specific skill set to a team, you're always going to be, uh, you're always going to be valuable. Um, you know, I think a lot of what brings value to the fullback position right now is being able to be versatile, being able to line up a tight end if you need to, being able to line up, line up a running back if you need to, um, you know, not just be the downhill run blocker, but also be in pass blocking sets, but to also be, you know, be able to run, uh, run out of the backfield and catch a ball in, in you know, in a route. Um, it really has become, like you said earlier, it really has become a little bit of a Swiss army knife position. Uh, you know, you don't look at, um, you know, Pat Ricard and Kyle Juszczyk necessarily being the same exact player playing the same position, but they're, you know, they're just different facets of the same position. And it, it, you know, it all encompassing tells you what you can bring to the, to the position. Um, I, I think that, you know, the more we can allow the fullback position to be 
uh, well-rounded to be versatile. Uh, I think it's always going to have a position in, uh, in football, whether you call it the fullback, whether you call it the H back, um, you know, no matter what it is, I think there's always going to be a, a, a spot for a, you know, a tough guy who will want to run downhill and hit somebody in the head. Yeah. And, uh, just before you, you ta- ask your question again, I'm going back to your, uh, your college days at Nebraska Saddleback and, uh, and UNLV. Are you, have you had any conversations with, I, I know I, I hate injuries. I don't want to talk about them, but at some point you always have like, oh, well, somebody might be the emergency quarterback. Are you ever the emergency quarterback uh, for the Browns since you have that experience from high school and college? Uh, you know, I'm sure that there will, you know, that there might be that conversation once I'm like an every, everyday active player. Um, but as, as long as, uh, you know, if, if, if I'm continuing to just be a practice squad guy, which, you know, I'll always be thankful for a spot, but I'm ready to be, you know, a starter, you know, wherever, wherever it may be. And I, I, damn well sure hope it's in cleveland mm-hmm. um but uh if i'm an active if i'm an active every week player that might end up being me until then it's going to be jarvis because he's got a hell of an arm um but uh yeah. yeah i mean i'll you know if i'm an every everyday guy i'll be uh, i'll be sure to be in coach fancy's ears and you know letting them know that you know i can still throw the ball i liked it too because you said you didn't say uh you know if i'm in a, a, at the beginning if i'm an everyday active guy you said when i'm an ac- everyday active guy i i think that mentality is uh it's it's why you're in the nfl I like yeah, that. I appreciate it. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, last one for me. You were talking about the versatility of fullbacks. As more teams start to get fullbacks, since apparently all the smart offensive coaches are doing it, so I think it's just going to be a trend. Are there any other traits they should look for in a good fullback besides versatility? Tight end. Sorry, not every linebacker is going to be trying to hit me as hard as they can as, while I'm hitting them as hard as I can. Usually, I'm going to outsize them, and I'm going to probably win those battles when they try to go head to head with me. Um, you know, if you, you look at JOK, Jeremiah Wilson-Koromoa, and he is not a guy who, he's not a linebacker who will try to hit you as hard as he can when he's, you know, taking on blocks. He's a slippery dude, and I can tell you that from practice. And, you know, that's where his skill set is, and that's where, you know, the linebacker position is going to more fast, athletic, slippery guys. And and the fullback position has, has answered. So when I was playing against the Eagles, um, I was missing blocks because they were avoiding them. They weren't going head-to-head like big guys like, you know, uh, Sione Takitaki, who I was hitting every day in practice. And, you know, I was expecting it to be like that. Uh, I, they were avoiding blocks. And uh, I feel like I really did a good job this last season, this last off season of adjusting to that, really working on my change of direction, working on my, my tracking ability um, and, you know, just agility in general and uh, being able to track somebody is, is a really uh, underappreciated trait at the fullback position. And it's, you know, when you when you see a guy you know dip his shoulder and try to get past you and you can still put him in the ground you can still lock him up in a block uh, that just shows you that you know that guy has been able to work on it really well mm-hmm. okay so uh last question for me Johnny uh describe your first touchdown which is on, of course on Thursday night against the Broncos um what was your reaction when the ball was coming toward you what was it like to basically collect your first touchdown in the NFL it was pretty surreal um I got to uh you know I knew that I was coming out on the goal line sets. Uh, so I knew that I was coming out there once, uh, once case brought it down to the one yard line with that QB scramble. Um, I'm thankful that one, he didn't get in the end zone because <laughs> he gave me a chance. And two, <laughs> that he didn't, you know, that we picked up the fumble um, and that the NFL rules say that you can't forward the ball, you know, fumble the ball forward and land on it and gain those yards. So or else it would have been a touchdown too. Um, yeah. You know, I tell people that I am so, so extremely glad that I got to score that if Dearness hadn't already scored his touchdown earlier in the game, I would have much preferred him to be been able to score this first touchdown before me. Um, but obviously he still got to do that. And I got to have my touchdown, which, uh, which felt pretty good. 
two good guys that we we all root for. I, I just have one more question, just to um, just kind of summarize the in, to, uh, just kind of like a last question for the for the interview. Um, we we appreciate your time. Um, what are some of your goals, kind of going into uh, the twenty twenty two season? I know you just uh, last week or whatever nine days ago you signed a reserved future contract with the Browns. Um, where do you want to see yourself uh, in twenty twenty two personally? And where do you want to see the, where do you think the Cleveland Browns will be? Uh, assuming you're here, uh, which we, we hope you are in uh, 2022. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, you know, I think I obviously have long-term goals and goals that I want, I, I see myself uh, getting to at some point and, you know, whether they're soon, whether they're, you know, in the, in the future, you know, I don't, I don't worry about that too much. I more go step at it, you know, one step at a time. And the next step for me is just becoming an everyday starter. Um, I want to be that for, for the team and I want to be, uh, be somebody who contributes every single day. Um, as far as the Browns go, I, uh, I think that there were flashes in every game that we have what it takes to be a Super Bowl contender, a, a team that can be feared going deep into the playoffs. And, um, I just think it, it comes down to making sure that, you know, we are, we are built to last throughout the whole season. And I know every team is going to have injuries. I know our team was definitely was having its injuries and guys were fighting through it. Um, and it takes, you know, it takes a lot of luck to be able to get to that point too. You know, you, ha- you have to have a lot of injury luck. You have to have a lot of, you know, blessings from the football gods. And, you know, this year it just didn't seem like it was going, going our way as much as, as we were hoping. Um, and uh, I think it just, it just takes time to keep going at it, keep going at it. Um, cause that's what will end up happening to whoever wins the Super Bowl. Um, you know, there's not a single team this year who is just dominated among, amongst the rest. Um, a lot, you know, every team that has played really well and whatever team ends up winning the Super Bowl is going to be a team that has lost games, has had its bad moments. Um, and you know, being able to push past those is, is what makes Mark's a good team. And I see us doing that in this next year. Yeah, we see we see that too, and uh, you know your NFL journey, like we said, has been incredibly inspiring. Uh, we're gonna work on the Wikipedia article so that it, it's correct because that's 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 some bullshit. But uh, we we thank you so much for your time, Johnny, and uh, we know your your last chapter isn't anywhere close in, in the NFL. We know it's only up for here, so thanks so much for your time and best of luck uh, in the twenty twenty. I appreciate season. it. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks, Johnny. It, man. People. The NFL playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any playoff team to win their game. Bet just $5. $5. $5. And win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. That's right. Bet just $5. $5. On any NFL playoff game and DraftKings Sportsbook will give new customers an additional $280 in free bets if the team they choose wins their game. So here's what you got to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code BETCHA and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5. $5. $5. And win $280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code BETCHA at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, that was our interview with Browns fullback Johnny Stannon, presented by DraftKings. That was that was awesome. He's a good guy, and I'm I'm rooting for him. He's dope. And uh, not that we're rooting against Andy Janovich or anything like that. He was, you know, he's been a guest on YBR. 
Uh, but we are pulling for Johnny Stan and hope for the, hope for the best for him. We gotta play Dungeons and Dragons with him. That'd be fucking lit. I gotta play one on one basketball oh. with him. He, uh, I said I could beat any of my followers one on one, and Johnny Stan is one of my followers, and uh, oomph, as they say. And uh, I think I need to play him in basketball soon. Well, if you could barely contain me, I think you're in for a rough. What was, the, what was the score of the first game? First game uh, was eleven to three. I was getting my game legs under me. <laughs> I, I had not played in a while. I had not played active basketball in a while. But in the second game, I will say it was nine to thirteen. Oh, that's the third time you guys played because you did that Halloween video. We did. Yep. Mm. So I'm getting better. I've, I've I've been watching film. I've been studying your moves. I'm sorry. the tape. <laughs> I think it's just a matter of me being six six. That definitely helps my game. It just when I'm like ben. getting lazy, I'm like, all right, I'm taller. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, I do feel like you gave me the first few buckets this last time we played. I was tired, dude. I, I didn't give you shit. Um. All right. Let's get into the uh, divisional round for the NFL playoffs. We were presented by DraftKings. I had six right. Three had five. Jared had three right. Yep. Um, but we're hoping for better things. We got f- only four games. Only four. Yep. So I feel like there's a better chance of us all getting four for four. So let's be that Wendy's week. Let's get that four for four, Jared. Let's start it off. All right. Wendy's. I like that. Thanks, Here man. we go. I'm hungry now. You guys ready? Um, I, do you yes. get Wendy's or can we go to Wendy's real quick? <laughs> yeah. We're taking another break. No. All right. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Uh, Bengals at Titans. Titans minus three and a half. I'm excited for this game. I'm going to already call it. This is my upset of the week, upset of the playoffs. I said last week, I think the monkey off the Bengals back. That's an interesting analogy right there. If you like zoos is... The Bengals winning their first playoff game in 31 years. And I now that I think the Bengals have done that, I think they have an easier road to the Super Bowl than a lot of people are thinking. I'm not very high on the Titans. I know Derrick Henry's coming back, but it's different. Somebody was comparing it because like, he has the same injury as Kevin Durant when he was injured and out for a year. This guy's come back like after 11 or 12 weeks. And the difference is Kevin Durant, you know, he's shooting the ball, he can do a lot of other things, pass. You know, you're not sprinting as much, taking as many brutal hits as a running back. And the Titans really relied on Derrick Henry. I just don't know if he's, I don't think he's going to have as many carries as he had the most carries in NFL history through whatever amount of games he played. He had the most last season. I just don't see them relying on him as much because he's coming back for injury. It wouldn't be smart. And I don't know if Brian Tannehill is going to be the guy to do that. I like the Cincinnati Bengals offense a lot. And then they're down uh, a couple linemen, linebackers on defense. Um, so Derek Henry might probably will have a good game. I just don't think it'll be a full game. And I think the Bengals win by default because of that. I like the Bengals in the spot because of everything they're doing on offense and because of all the reasons you mentioned, but I just think the Titans are still a better team. I think we're still sleeping on them as the one seed a little bit. And I think in terms of coaching, the Titans have a huge advantage over the Bengals. I think Vrabel is a way better coach than Zach Taylor. And he's got tons. He's got I think three years in a row now of playoff experience, if not more. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the Titans. I think the Bengals would probably cover the three and a half. I think it's going to be a really close game. I If there's going to be a game that goes to overtime this weekend, I kind of think it'll be this one. But I'm going to go with the Titans in a low-scoring affair. Okay, so you like the under at 47? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, so with uh with Derrick Henry coming back and uh, A.J. Brown getting healthier and healthier, I think, I, I think it's like, I, I truly feel like this Titans offense is like kind of coming into form because like last time the Titans played, of course, Tanhill had that four touchdown performance mm-hmm. and like like I, I had said the previous week that like I wasn't really sure that um, he could really carry a team at like at this point, which is like which is not to say I, I, I've always been down in them, as I've said, um, I thought he was like 
a pretty good quarterback in Miami. But like he like he, like he kind of like proved me wrong. He kind of like went back to that form, that 2019-2020 form where he or he or he was like being like really efficient. He was also like making a ton of explosive plays in that fourth quarter and that really carried the Titans to a a first round bye. And now 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 he's getting Derrick Derek Henry back. Uh AJ Brown's uh, obviously, as I said, healthier and healthier. I don't know if Julio Jones is starting, but I don't know if it really matters all that much because those two weapons they have are mm-hmm. just borderline unstoppable. So I'm going to agree with Matt in this one. I think the Titans are going to win. I think the Bengals, as I said, were like like on previous uh, episodes, they were like kind of inconsistent. I think this is like kind of their come down game as a result. This is how you guys finish not in first place in the uh, you, you you go against you, if you were smart you you'd go with me you go with the hot hand playoff yacht Bro, as they say I, you you are bragging but like we have owned I'm not you bragging, like, factual. The picks for like most it's of the factual year. I, bragging would be doing something that like just like believing in something that hasn't you're happened so in, you're so insecure you I'm you, looking like, at the you track can't record. stop flexing about this shit I think the yeah, Bengals we, are just had too many you. big like playoff like must win games in a row now and I think eventually you just run out of gas maybe I'll give you another stat right. maybe maybe a stat that'll help you out. It might. It probably won't help you out, but I, I think it's cool. Um, I, 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 sorry, sorry. Fuck for you. Thing. Fuck you. Yeah, I literally set that up so well. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. But it's like they 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 also struggled like against like they they struggled to close out the Raiders in the fourth quarter. Like they like they they couldn't they couldn't really generate like a whole lot in that red zone. And like they're facing the Titans, which are a better defense, a top ten caliber defense. And it's like I don't know, like. Like are are those red zone struggles going to persist, or or are they like, or have they learned from that Raiders game, and are they going to continue to uh, make progress? I I don't know, which is why I have more confidence. This is like what I said though. They're 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 a playoff team that hasn't won a game besides this in thirty one years. I think that was a huge hurdle that they jumped over, and I think it, now it's like we got nothing to lose. Yeah, we want to go win a Super Bowl, but we already made it farther than we have in thirty one seasons. So that's kind of my thing. Here's my stat for you guys: the Bengals and Titans. Played in 2020. Now the Bengals finished what was it four eleven and one, but they beat yep. the Titans in Cincinnati. The final score was thirty one to twenty. Now yes. I know it has nothing to do with this season necessarily, but I was just at the Jaguars game. The Jaguars have won seven straight home games against the Colts. I for some reason kind of like that juju. Are you gonna ride with me, Jared, and pick the Bengals, or who do you who do you think wins? You know how they say who day with the Bengals. I think the Titans are. The day, oh. day, day gonna beat them Bengals. Day gonna be yeah, that's how. It no, is. Titans are nobody. Gonna Who's gonna beat the Bengals? The who, Titans. Who the, gonna the, the Saints Bengals? do nobody. the who day. I think that's what you're kind of going no, they, for. They Bengals do the who day. Who day? Yeah, yeah. Who day thinking to beat the Bengals? Nobody. nobody. And I think that Titans no- are nobody. Right, Titans are nobody. Okay. So, um, I think the Bengals defense line is kind of banged up with o- nice Ogenebo. What's his name? Ogadenebo. Ogunjobi. Ogunjobi, excuse me. That, uh, that that guy you were saying is on the Browns, but yeah. Right. Yeah, he, he wasn't plays for the Bengals now. Um, and then Hendrickson's hurt. That's their best defensive end. So I think the bank or uh, the Titans will be eaten. Um, Vrabel always coaches really well in his first playoff game. Like that's just a trend that and this he is has. the first time he's had to buy to right. prepare. And like they beat yeah. the Ravens when they were one seed, and they beat the Ravens last year, and they beat the Patriots one year. So the I Ravens think- beat them last year. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. But yeah. And, and then like two years ago, they beat the Ravens. Yeah, excuse me. And Pats. But yeah, I think Brave always has them ready to coach first playoff game. So I'm all, I'm all over the Titans here. So Titans are the home team. Obviously, wow. Bengals are the away team. The wheel picks the away team. It picks the Bengals, the Bengals, as Colin Coward would say. Uh, are you guys, <clears throat> I, we love to overthink on this. And a lot of people in sports media, I don't know for sports media, but like to overthink on things. Do you think the buy kind of hurts because maybe the Bengals are fresh? 
I think teams are changing their approach to the bye because you're seeing now like they'll have their starters still play that first quarter, first half of that last game of the year. Right. So I think teams are learning that like the rust is a big factor. And how much? How much? I, of the I rust, think overall it does help. How much of the rust is on? Like, do you think there's any rust with Derrick Henry not being out 11 weeks? Obviously, the answer would be yes. Yeah. How, how fast does yeah. he get acclimated? And how? How? First up, Jared. How? How much? How many reps do you think he's going to get? Do you think it's going to be a full? I think it'll be around 20 carries around there, like 22, 18 carries around that area. Okay, Johnny, is that enough for the Titans to have him contribute? I mean, do you? What do you? How do you see Derrick Henry performing? I, I I would say twenty is probably a good amount. I like I also I also don't necessarily agree that like the buy the buy kind of hurts. Like sometimes it does, but it's like I, I but like the reason I think that is because like I don't necessarily think like the Bengals are like quite as fresh because like yeah they have the experience, but like they also have like several injuries like Hendrickson yep. and Ogunjobi yep. that are uh, could could like really affect them. So and the Titans are very um, healthy right now too. Yes, and like like that like that's that's saying a lot considering like they used like they they use like almost like the NFL record for like players in a season. They had like they used yeah. like eighty two players this year, so they're very. Fresh. They had a record over the Ravens. The Ravens had to be like second then. Yeah, uh, it was. It, I I think it was like this in like the sixties or whatever, and like the Titans wow. just like blew that record up. I don't, I, I don't I don't know if it's the actual record, but I know it's like at least second. I will say though, for them to be the one seed despite losing. A generational running back <laughs> and having as many injuries as they did is pretty impressive. And I think Vrabel will be coach of the year. Yeah, and like before yeah, Henry I got think hurt, he will. before Henry got hurt, we were saying Titans are like one of the best teams in the league too. Yeah, beating the Rams mm-hmm. and everything. And, That's true. Yeah. And that was your Super Bowl pick. And my Super Bowl pick. Yep. Yeah. So the NFC. You got to ride with them. How about that? So you got to tighten up. That? Oh. Ooh. Tighten up. Tighten up. Yes. We got to lighten up. You got to tighten up. <laughs> All right. Wow. All right. Nice. Next game. Game of the week. Well, not nah. nah. You saw who was. You saw who was. <laughs> yeah. That's how I yeah, know. You, yeah, you saw. You fraud. Everyone, shut up. Uh, <laughs> Niners at Packers. Packers minus six. Packers minus six. Um, that spread went down from five or five and a half because Garoppolo might be doubtful for the game. They they don't know because he has an injured shoulder but, and thumb. What? But what, Joey. What? But Joey. He's also handsome, oh, so it's got to go up. Yeah. But if he pl- if he doesn't play, but he's still there. <laughs> He's handsome in street clothes. All right, so it's gonna be minus five. Right. If he plays, it might be minus four. Um, he is. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, <laughs> so, so back to the game. Um, <laughs> but this is the uh, Washington Football Team Bowl. Matt Lafleur and uh, like we were talking about Lafleur. earlier, Matt Lafleur and Kyle Shanahan both uh, coached at the same time for the Washington uh, will not be named team now known as the Football Team. And two weeks might be something else. Um. Look, I, I like the Packers in this one. Obviously, this is a rematch from the 2019 NFC Championship, and the pack and the and the uh, the 49ers blew the doors off of of Green Bay, and they did not look ready. I think as long as Aaron Rodgers is not performing in the NFC Championship, I would I probably would pick him. If Garoppolo is not playing, I don't like Trey Lance being thrown into a playoff situation when he hasn't before and while not preparing. So I would especially pick the Packers. This is going to be my lock of the week. There's only four games. There's only so many locks you can have, but this is for sure my lock of the week. I like the Packers big in this game. Yeah, I think Packers are my lock of the week too. If the if Jimmy Garoppolo can't play, the Niners have no chance. Trey Lance isn't even fully healthy, so we'd be getting like a seventy percent Trey Lance probably and throwing him into a playoff game in freezing cold conditions. He's Fargo though. He's he's an NDSU boy. He knows about them that cold. He Ooh. is, but they do play inside. Yeah. I don't know if he's played football. He played from Marshall, Marshall Minnesota, so yeah. he know, he knows a little bit. But they only they stopped playing like October, so it's not going to be. And they're talking historic yeah. cold in Green Bay. 
They say that every. I told you that they say yeah, that they, every like, week. They, like they, they, they said that for the Seahawks Broncos Super Bowl, and it was like 38 degrees that day. As Jared, it out. Jared is a skeptic. Any, anything could be history though if you frame it the right way. That's true. But yeah. I think method. I think Jimmy G has brought this team this far. I think he deserves a lot more credit for doing so. Mm. I know everyone's gonna disagree with me. I'm a big Jimmy uh, G guy. Uh, to quote to quote Adam Schefter, Jimmy G raised both <laughs> his value and the Niners' value. Just because I think his, I his think, yeah his his, his Jimmy's agent wrote that yeah too. I think so and too and you know that you know that but I think the Niners are good I think they'll cover the six points but I think the Packers just at home I think they're so good maybe maybe I'm just falling for the Packers like again like we always do with the, after a great regular season but I think with Aaron Rodgers also the revenge factor they knocked him out of the NFC Championship a few years ago when the Niners had a way better team than the Packers. And now it's kind of flip-flopped. I think the Packers' defense is a lot better than yeah. I always think. So I think the Packers win this one in a kind of high-scoring game. I think it'll be a lot of fun. That, where are we seeing the historic cold? Aaron Andrews tweeted out. She, oh, got, a memo, she got a memo from the Packers. The meteorologist. Simmer. She got a memo from <laughs> the, the Packers <laughs> saying just like a preparation there. It is expected to be the coldest like NFL historic cold game. But like the temperature, it looks like it's going to be a high of twenty three and a low of two. It, we've we've never mm-hmm. seen a negative temperature game well, ever. It'll probably be with, with wind chill. That's probably the logic. Yeah, wind is going to be sixteen oh. miles an hour. So it'll probably be negative twenty, negative thirty. Wind what chill. time is the game going to be played? It's a night game. Like it at is seven fifteen. Seven fifteen central. Sun will be down for hours. <laughs> Jeez, for days. Yeah, I do not envy those man. people on that field. Well, you and I were there in November, mm-hmm. and I was kind of sick that weekend, uh, and that was. That was a tough. It was tough to sit through. The bleachers were wet. The bleachers were yeah. Soggy. My, I had holes in my wow. shoes. They were soaked. I think my shoes were bad. I think the temperature was like oh. thirty something. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think it was that bad. So I, I, I was pretty miserable there. There's gonna be. And a, I'm soft. You calling oh, no, you're not. Jared a snowflake? You're yeah, you soft. call Jared a snowflake. I'm very soft. Snowflake Jared. says no, you're not right. soft. What does that say about you? I don't know. Johnny, who do you like in this game? I like the Packers in this one. Okay. Like 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 you guys said. I um. Obviously, we, we like we talked about the um the, the NFC Championship game where they blew like as Joey said the blew up, blew off the absolute doors. But I think like the difference in that is exactly Aaron Rodgers is not only not only playing like way better, he's playing like 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 much more motivated. Which like obviously the two go hand in hand. And um, de- defensive defense of course is getting healthier. They, they're getting Zadarius Smith back, and, and I think he's like a borderline top five edge rusher, like maybe one of the more underrated edge rushers. So like he's he's at least at the top ten, and he makes like that defense better. Preston Smith, as our boy Theo said last week, has been playing better this season as he than he uh, than he did last year. And I think I think they're getting Jair Alexander back, they are. which uh, which is huge because like that like that like that's an All Pro corner, one of yep. the five best corners in the league. So that's definitely going to help them a lot. And um. As as much as I want as much as I want to see Debo Samuel get to an NFC Championship game, I just don't really trust uh, this 49ers team to get past this Packers team. Well, that's the thing too, Jerry. Before you go, yeah. When they faced each other two years ago, the Packers were way more reliant on Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers is an MVP this season. He's probably going to win it. But that defense is so much better. The weapons that he has, I, I just think this is a more complete Packers team that doesn't have to rely on Aaron Rodgers as much. Now, having said that, Jared, I know you want the 49ers to go all the way. At least past this game. At least past this yeah, game. Yeah, past this game. You've talked about before on this podcast earlier in the episode about separating the heart from your mind. What are you feeling? Are you feeling the 49ers make it past the Packers in Green Bay in the cold when Aaron Rodgers? Is- I mean, they can beat Green Bay in the cold. I believe they can. Yeah, they're built for it, too. 
Um, Packers haven't really played anybody tough since November. I mean, the last month or whatever has been pretty soft. Was that when they lost to the Vikings? Yeah, it was been that month. Uh, I thought the Browns gave them a good scare. Right, but they didn't look yeah. great against the Browns. They didn't. That's no. true. So, no. um, I mean, I'm a little nervous about Jimmy G. Uh, below 90 rating in his last three games with five interceptions. It's Oof. not good. I think he's going to miss a lot of throws. Packers run defense isn't that good either. So I think obviously run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Debo. I am nervous Debo about mode. I am nervous about Zadarius Smith coming back and Jair. Um, but the only way the Niners win this game is they run the ball a lot. And if Bose is healthy, and I think Wagner's healthy too, so that will help. Roger said himself Wagner's the best linebacker in the league. So Warner, Warner. Warner, excuse me. Uh uh yeah, so I'm leaning Niners. And I think Niners. I like the spread with the Niners a lot. Yeah, I do too. And I like spread. the under a lot too. Easy money. Um, I'd have to get back to you on that one. Yeah. So, uh, I just think arrested Packers team. I, I, I don't like the under in this one. I think arrested Packers team with, with the way Aaron Rodgers has played this year. I, I, I don't, I don't like the under. They're going to get, have back to Ari back too. That'll yeah, help against Nick Here, Boza. Here's the yeah. thing, though. Remember, we, we talked yeah. about this a few times, but when they played the uh, the Rams to get into the playoffs, they had to win that game. Um, they were down 17-0. John McVay comes on the field, and you think the 49ers are just going to gunsling it to get back in. They controlled the clock. They ran the ball, and they barely even threw, and they got back into that game. The only way I see the 49ers winning this game is if they do what you said. They run a lot, they control the clock, and they keep Aaron Rodgers. And Trent Williams is the best left tackle in the league, I think. That was yeah. that yeah. was hilarious because he was on he was in Washington for uh the beginning of his career. Cowboys are his most hated rival, and He's great. he got to win. And in Jerry World, and he, I think he, he like was pointing at somebody that was giving him a middle finger, and he's like, "Hey, yeah, you suck." I, yeah, I saw a photo. The shot, hilarious. Trent Williams. It picks the away team. What? Thank That's you. Big upset. The wow. wheel picks the 49ers. I have never Aaron seen Rogers anything this crazy. Real quick, Rodgers is going home. You think? Real quick, before we go to the next game, remember draft night when the Niners offered their third overall pick for Rodgers? How crazy would it have been if the Packers had taken that, that yeah. trade? It, I, I'll then, tell you this: like Aaron Rodgers have like way more than one Super Bowl if he was with. Well, the this is just this last, this last year. season. This is last this season is when that oh, Rodgers news came out. They offered oh. him that day because they had just traded up to get that third overall pick. They offered him that day, mm-hmm. for, well, and that, that was when we didn't know if Rodgers was going to come back or not. Exactly. He, was, he said he was. He told people he wasn't returning. Yeah, kind of props to the pra- right. Packers for sticking by their. Could guns you imagine Rodgers on the 49ers? I don't think there's a doubt in anybody's mind that they would, they would be the one seed. Yeah. In that. I think they'd be like absolutely. I mean, they're the one seed now, so mm-hmm. why wouldn't they be the one seed again? Um, I don't, I'm I'm excited for this game. I, I am too. The more I I'm think nervous. about it now, the more I think about it now. I don't know if it's a lock for me. I kind of like it being close. I think it'll be really close. I think it'll be close. I I, I like the I like the Four Niners to cover. I think the Packers win, but I like the Four Niners to cover. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you just want cl- one last clarification. I I would say this is my lock of the week too. All right. I'll so three lock three locks you. on the Packers. All them locks. Should I make All this my lock? Oh, I don't know if I want to do that. Well, it's upset. It'd be upset. Yeah. And lock, you can do both. Oh, that's a fair point. That's bold. That yeah. has that no, been done before? There's no. Re- I'm, I don't I'm think so. thinking I might do it on this next game. You know what's funny? I think I that, use my lock now. I think that was what we did last week. With the guy, everybody here that picked the 49ers and Cowboys. I was so confident that the 49ers would win, just not because they were like, yeah, they have the hot hand, but it was just the Cowboys' track record yeah. in the wild card round is horrible. It's yeah. so bad. 
Wild card and divisional in general. Yeah, just playoffs in general. They haven't won since color TV was invented. I like saying that, even though it's not true. All right, man. <laughs> to our next game. All right, Rams at Buccaneers. Buccaneers minus three. So I, I mistakenly said this was a Super Bowl preview, like first week in the season when they played each other, and I was like, <laughs> wait, that's that's not how it works, Joey. That's you, a practice uh, ball. That's, uh, <laughs> where's my brain? Um. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, the, I think this is going to be a great game. I'm still not sold on the Rams. I know they blew the doors off. I know you, we're part of the Ram here. We'll get to you there. But you even yourself were saying that. You're not sure if the Rams are frauds or not. We all said, at least from my memory, that the Rams are less of frauds than the Cardinals. The credit to them, though, they played incredibly well. Uh, the most efficient uh, wide receiver in the wildcard round, Odell Beckham Jr. Yep. The most efficient. So congrats to him. It's nice to see him succeed. We can talk about all other shit. I don't, I don't really want to about whose fault it was in Cleveland. And this is all we heard is like, oh, Odo proved it. Shut the fuck up. We got all offseason to talk about that. We got, yeah. 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 But we're not so turning it undisputed with LeBron and Michael Jordan. We're not doing that. Oh, we did that not. Saturday night. That's what Browns fans have turned into. Uh, we did, whether yeah. Baker's good or not, it's turned <laughs> into the Michael Jordan LeBron. That. What's that? I forgot. I got in a huge argument about LeBron versus Jordan. You, 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 yeah, you we got an argument with Jared's brother about yeah, yeah. LeBron like versus Jordan. I was like, fun. I, like, I like thought about that and I was like, all right, we need to go home. Like, <laughs> once I, once like, I sobered up, what? I was like, this is not... Yeah, if you're talking LeBron versus Jordan at a at bar, bar, that's close. an overall time. Yeah, when the lights are on, if <laughs> yeah, the lights are yeah, on you and were... you're talking about championship rings and like opponent difficulty, you got to get the fuck home. <laughs> Friday night, I think... Was it you Friday and I? After Friday or Saturday night, we were talking about NFTs and something else. And yeah. Yeah. But like unironically, mm, like yeah. actually, learn, and oh. I was like, we need to, we think, need to yeah, go it was Friday. home. It was Saturday. So, we were watching I, the first I, game. I I need to go to a hospital. Yeah, <laughs> I, I need to check myself in. We need to talk to I'm women. Not, I'm not well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, am, I am sick. Where the girls at? Yeah. Where, where the bitches at? Um, where the crypto? Buccaneers. <laughs> where the crypto at? <laughs> Buccaneers are my Super Bowl team still. Um, I, I don't think you can take a whole lot from their their game against the Eagles. I think the Eagles are inexperienced. The Buccaneers, despite some injuries, played pretty well. I like Mike Evans a lot. I think him and Tom have a nice connection. Um, Keyshawn Vaughn, was that the... Yep. Yeah, he played pretty well. Um, the Buccaneers just look good. I will say, though, what was concerning in the second half, the Eagles defense played very, very well. Tristan Wurst was out at right tackle, and then whoever came in um, absolutely dominated. And I forget the center's name for the Buccaneers. Jensen. Yeah, Jensen was injured. A little bit, so I don't know if he's going to be playing or not. So those are some concerns. Big I just, concerns. And the uh, you, you know when you're going up against Aaron Donald, it's like what the hell do you do? I I think the Buccaneers do dink and dunk and stuff like that. And look, people on this podcast, look, I don't know about the eight and a half point spread. I'm not sure. I don't know what they like. I like stats to back things up all the time. I will say though, I don't know what it is, but it's it's just Tom Brady. It's just Tom being Tom. You've even said it yourself. Um, which is interesting because you're part of that Ramley, so I'm excited to hear what you say. So quickly, I'll, I'm going to say the Bucks. I it is Tom Brady. Tom Brady's good in the playoffs. He just knows what to do. This one, I'm just going with my heart over my head. I'm taking the Rams upside of the you week. Said you were talking about your heart last <laughs> week. I gotta, I gotta, okay, he, I gotta he, get he, back. He, 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 he did say before we started in, like doing the picks that like he said that he was gonna, he was going to potentially put in an upset of the week as well. Yeah. So we kind of like foreshadowed. All that. right. All right yeah. Fair I gotta do it. I just the Rams have a good track record against Tom Brady. They held him they to ten points, thirteen points in that Super Bowl. They beat them mm-hmm. last year on Monday Night Football, Jared Goff, and they beat them really good this year. 
I think they match up against the Bucks well, especially if they are still battered up on the offensive line. I don't know how they're going to pull it off. I don't trust them to pull it off, and I don't even know if I think they will pull it off. I'm just going with the Rams purely just out of my heart. I, I think Stafford's going to have to play a pretty perfect game. They're going to have to be really balanced. They're going to have to continue to run the ball like they did against the Cardinals. That was the most impressive thing against the Cardinals, that they ran the ball really well. Um, the defense is going to have to play as well as they did against the Cardinals. They're going to have to sw- they swarmed the ball really well. The Rams' defense is always where the ball is. Yep. They're very fast. Very good. Um, so I'm going to go with the Rams just because I think they match up with the Bucks well and more so just because I'm praying for it to happen <laughs> because I have a Vegas bet in place ah, for the Rams Super Bowl ah, that I place stakes. in July, and I want a reason to go back to Vegas. Gotcha. Stakes. I like yeah, that. Stakes. I like that. Johnny. Need some stakes. Uh, you hate Tom Brady. You have been very vocal about it on this podcast. Oh, Is that mm. going to affect your decision in picking this game? Not really. Um, <laughs> I, I I I don't know where this hate Tom Brady is. Like the, like the only thing I do on here is just like joke that, or maybe not joke that like he uses like HGH because like it's probably it's probably it's probably happening. He's forty four. I mean, you picked, him, arm, you picked him to be the worst man of the year, which we'll, we'll reveal our our winners at the a, end of the season. Jo- but it was a it was a joke, man. Like that that, that was a joke segment. There's nothing joke. There's not a joke about <laughs> Any, that okay, award. Anyway, anyway, it's, it's or a real the show. Um, or the, I think, or the like, show. I, <laughs> Anyway, I think here I'm going to pick the Bucks. I was kind of on the fence on that, but then like it, it kind of like it kind of occurred to me like like there's there's like three things that like kind of like factor into this. One, the Rams offensive line has been playing like wars as of late, uh, especially that 49ers game where like 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 Stafford got like the shit beat out of them. And um, yeah, uh, second one for me, uh, defense, uh, B- Buccaneers defense has gone into the playoff mode. They usually coast most of the season. Uh like not unlike uh, our Cavs, Joey, from uh, in the uh, the second stint of the LeBron era. Mm. So like, well, like where, where the Bucks defense was like kind of like struggling throughout most of the season. Now they're kind like they're kind of like turning up a gear, like they did uh, their Super Bowl season last year. And third. I don't know how much I trust Stafford. Like, like, mm. like he didn't play that bad against the Cardinals, but like he wasn't really like the biggest factor in that game. It was more like turnovers. The fact that the Cardinals could not produce any sort of like yards. They like they literally had like through fifteen plays. I think in the like in the second quarter they had, like they had like negative yards per play. Like that's that. Jesus Christ, that that's how bad they were. So it's like I don't know how much I trust Stafford on the one. He was really kind of like missing throws as well. Uh, but like I do love Odell Beckham and Cooper Cup as receivers. It just I don't know. I can't I can't go against Tom Brady in this one. If they had Robert Woods still, I would love them in this. Spot. Absolutely, yeah. That like that 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 dude's kind of like the biggest contributor to that like. Uh, receiving corps because like he, not not only can receive and like pretty much run any route, he can also block really. Well. He's one of the best blocking receivers in general. So it's definitely, like, I uh, think that line would have shifted by at least a point. I think it'd be a closer game. Jared, um, what do you what do you think, man? Are you part of the rambling here? I want to be, but I don't think I will. I don't know. We're welcome. Like you're so opposite. Like your decision making with like this game and like the <laughs> Packers game couldn't be more polar opposite with like my heart yeah. versus my head. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait till and next game. Like, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh shit. That's yeah. right. Fuck. Yeah. This one. Um, I think the biggest factor obviously is Jensen and Wirfs being hurt. If they're both out, I mean, they're at least banged up. I think that plays a huge factor because Von Miller will start eating. If my, my guess, Jensen hurt. plays. Yes. I, I I think he's going to be beaten up, but I think he's going to play. My guess is Worth does not play, so that does concern me at right tackle. Right, so I think that's a huge factor, and Tom needs time to throw the ball and everything like that. Godwin's hurt. I don't know. If I'm not sure if they can run the ball against 
and they got Ramsey. Ugh. I don't trust Donald, Stafford either. And Donald. It is kind of daunting though for me because I I'm picking the Bucks solely on the pedigree of Tom Brady and and what he's been able to do. And but the, it's it looks like it's set up for the Rams to win. But the Bucks also have a great defense. Uh, they're coached very well too. Mm-hmm. So I, I I also like this under in this game too. So okay. that makes sense. No matter what it is, I like mm-hmm. it. <sighs> I don't That's know. Bad. You want to pick with the wheel picks? Pick that wheel. Let's spin that wheel. Yeah, spin the wheel. Okay. <laughs> spin that wheel. I, I struggle right. with this game big time. Buccaneers are the home team. It's in Tampa. The Rams are the away team. The wheel can, can, has... Can we oh, oh! It picks a home oh, team. Sh- Almost a Wikipedia. It, playoff Damn wi- it. Playoff Wikipedia would be electric. Pe- playoff playoff wiki. You know what I'm hoping for? Playoff wiki. A Super Bowl Super wiki. wiki. Oh, Super God. wiki. That's the biggest wiki Super of all wiki. time. The one wiki game. Bowl. I'm going to be so excited to spin that wheel. Maybe we'll get for the Pro Bowl. I'm old. <laughs> We're not actually doing that, are we? Here's one more thing. I think the <laughs> Eagles looked... They're not a good team. I don't think they're a very good team at all. They got blown up by the... I know oh. Eagles are resting people from the Eagles I know. Game. We sold on Jalen... I'm not sold on Jalen Hurts. I'm not either. And I, that Eagles team kind of fell apart after that Washington game. So... Maybe the Bucks. But they never played. They played an easy schedule. They sure. they never played anybody really good. They, right. they, yeah, they did, but they also like get blown out. I, like I, yeah, but like I kind of like predicted like them to play worse than some of those teams. Yeah. So, so Jerry, like, obviously, Jerry, like obviously can't obviously can't give too much credit because like they're like mm, seven seed and that's so not something I'm, to be proud I'm of. Go with the Rams here, actually. Now I think about it. All a right, more. man. Post spin clarity. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I'm bad. Closure. Yeah. I got Jared I, and Johnny with me. We're a big old Ram. I thought I, th- I thought you were about to say something about Jared's sister. All I got my like, heads with me. <laughs> we are rambling. We did that already. Oh. You missed it. You were like too busy yeah, talking to yourself. Furrowing your brow. Always about you, Jared. Wow. Looking scheduling your pedicure over there. Jared, how about we uh, talk about this next game? We talk about the next game. We were at this game already. It's deja vu. Mm-hmm. Some would Joey, say. <laughs> Joey, bo- Joey, Joey, before, Joey, before we go in this game, how do you feel about the uh, the parking lot? Oh, there we go. What, wait, yeah. wait, what, what parking lot? Jared needs to announce the game. Oh, Arrowhead. Arrowhead. Bills. Wow. Of course. Bills. Bills at Chiefs. Chiefs minus two and a half. Well, they're playing three Bills, like you said. So if they're playing three Bills, yeah. I don't know. Jeez, man. <laughs> Bills, Bills, Bills at the Chiefs? Bills, Bills, Bills. So, so Jared, is that TLC over so, there? No, yeah. This is 33 players on the field. <laughs> this is the thing. Jared and I were at this game and uh what was it? September? Late no, September, no, no, no. early October. Destiny's ch- Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think it was October. It, yeah. And the the Chiefs have turned into a completely different team in 3 months. I think the Bills probably are the same team. They they've been a pretty I mean they had a weird like middle of the year, but they, I think they finished strong. That happens to everybody though. And they absolutely <clears throat> blew out the Patriots. Last week, which I I think we had we were pretty indifferent. We were pretty like two sided. I think some people picked Patriots and Bills, but nobody thought that it'd be a thirty point game. Um, mm. So this is, I mean, this is something I I I put money on this game, but it was a part of a, a parlay with all the games. This is the one where I am probably like the least confident. I'm picking the Chiefs solely because the Bills came in and, and destroyed the Chiefs at home, and it was it was like a. It was a moment where we got back. We left after the first half because of the hour delay with the storms. We had a 5 a.m. flight back out mm-hmm. to Fargo. And, you know, we get back and I get, we get back in time for Mahomes and everything. And he just looked pissed. 
I mean, that was that was another loss for them. People are like, is this team even going to make the playoffs? And now they're here. This should be this is the AFC Championship uh, matchup last season, um, and I think this is a little bit of a revenge game for uh, our buddy Patrick Mahomes. So I, I think they're a completely different team. Like we've said before on on previous podcasts, they figured out the run game. They they, they have a pretty good defense. Um, they played very well against the Steelers. You can't really take anything from that game. Um, I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win this game, but honestly, guys, I don't like them to cover. I I think this is going to be a one point game. Oh, I I don't I don't know. I I feel like who's the kicker for the Bills? It doesn't even matter. I'm going to say he misses a kick. He misses an extra point, and that Bass. somehow affects Tyler the game. Bass. Mm. Tyler Bass is cooked. Cooked. Uh, yeah, yeah. He really cost them that get that game for sure. I'm very excited for this game. I'm so excited <laughs> this for this is game. Gonna this is going to be a great this, game. Like, this better be good. Like, this better not be underwhelming like a lot of the playoffs we, have been. We already said something on, on the Monday episode for Goose Egg Gambling. That's goose.egg.gamble everywhere. Uh, but your brother was in Kansas City for that game. And, he was. And who did he bump into? He ran into a local celebrity at a, the a, bar No, after. a national icon. A national icon. Slay. He ran into <laughs> Mr. Mahomes himself at the bar afterwards. But, oh, so so was he asking him about his how he did like throwing the touchdown passes and stuff? Throwing touchdown. You said no, 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 Mr. no, Mahomes. no, Jackson Mahomes. Oh, brother Jackson. of Patrick, oh. TikTok phenomenon. The 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 man himself, he the did. legend. He said Jackson was being very humble, very cordial, sitting up, getting on a standing, not sitting, standing on a table. Getting bottle service with sixty of his closest, dearest, and I'm sure realest <laughs> friends. I don't, and I don't think that's Jack. Doesn't sound like Jack's Mahomes because he does not have sixty friends. He does not. He doesn't, yes, he's also not allowed in most bars. And your brother also said that he was not being cordial. He also is being very cranky and, and wanted attention. Yeah, he wasn't getting the attention he wanted. He did. Which sounds like if it, if I was like, oh, that doesn't sound like you met Jackson Mahomes. No, he definitely he definitely was in the presence of Jackson Mahomes. He was. So does that affect your decision at all? I wish it, I could say it did. <laughs> How would it? I don't know. Yeah. Is <laughs> he about the game? Yeah, yeah maybe, personal vendetta maybe, against the Mahomes maybe family. Maybe Jackson was calling Patrick late at night trying to get a ride home, and it threw off Patrick's sleep schedule. Oh, Pat, maybe Pat, come give me a ride. Yeah, pick you, me up. Can you get sixty cars to come get me and my friends? Sixty. Sixty. We gotta, my close friends. We gotta make sixty stops real quick. Can we do a TikTok first on the way back, please? Um, yeah, so Jackson's out partying. So Jackson's at least having a good time. Jackson's feeling confident with the Chiefs, I'm sure. I don't know. I can see this. I can see this game going. I, that's a good question. Do you does think he, does it matter? I'm sure he cares a little bit just because no, it's did. one extra game he can get a guaranteed TikTok wants, at. Yeah, he wants to do a TikTok at the Super Bowl. Oh. Yeah, a TikTok in LA. Right. He Play wants up. to go to LA for sure. He's got oh, some yeah. big collabs he's got some planned. Co- awesome co- yes. He's gonna be in a Dobrik vlog. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Dobrik yeah. vlog. He's gonna be Logan on Nell. Nell. <laughs> Nell. Oh, yeah. Full send podcast <laughs> for sure. Impulsive. Ellen may probably Ellen. He's probably got a whole media run planned out for that whole week in LA. I got so. 25 second TikToks is generational though. We're exactly <laughs> but I can see this game going either way. I don't see a way where it's a blowout. I'm really hope I'm not jinxing that. I think that this is gonna be a close game. I think both these teams have way too much firepower. I think both these teams have way too much fight. I think both these teams have way too much another F word I can't think of right now. I was trying to go to an F word thing. Funk. Funk, maybe. Yeah. Some friction. Fu- friction, yeah. Fuck. Um, when I'm going through it, when I'm going with my gut, I'm gonna say the Bills. Just because mm. I think they're a more balanced team, strangely enough. They can't really run the ball that well, mm. but goddamn Josh Allen makes up for it. 
That man is yeah. a centaur. Do you like the over in this game? I love the over in this yeah, game. Over under is 54. I, I, think, I, like I think this lot. is going to be a 40, both teams score 40 point type it's game. Be a feast yeah. wow. I think it's going to be fireworks. I'm going to go with the Bills in overtime. I, I tell oh. you what, I would love an overtime game between these two teams. Johnny, uh, do you see this as a revenge game for the Chiefs? Do you, do you, I mean, you've been really high on the Bills this season, I think. Yes, and uh, all, like especially like now, considering like uh, like they they just came off like maybe the most efficient playoff performance by any offense ever. Like Perfect they game. scored, yeah, they scored touchdowns on like all of their drives. Obviously, I don't count the uh, the last drive because they like they took the they took the knee. Took like, knee. I believe I believe they are the first team um, to ever like score touchdowns on all their drives. Yep. without punning, uh, turning the ball over on downs or uh, takeaway in general. First so, perfect game. First perfect game, as we yeah, were first, told yeah, by first Miles. First game, like the absolute Randy Johnson, if you will. So yeah, and and, and Josh mm. Allen, like, cr- like, cr- like crazy enough. Like I like I believe he, like he had like the two best games of the season, and they were both against the Patriots, who had like uh, the number two defense in the league, of course, behind the Bills. But I think like like Josh Allen like prevented them from having the number one because he like tore apart that defense um, the last the last two times like both of these teams played, and and he and he had like one of the most like like maybe one of the best playoff games I've ever seen from any quarterback. And of course the same can be said for Mahomes who had like, like, like he struggled, he struggled a bit like in the first quarter, but then like that second quarter, that chiefs, that chiefs second quarter, they just absolutely like flip, flipped a switch. And uh, like, they never looked back five touchdowns from him over 400 yards. Like if I had to pick from one of these performances, I would pick Josh's like barely because of the efficiency. So yeah, like I would like, Matt did mention like they like they weren't really like kind of running the ball well, but like they did against the Patriots and like Devin Singletary kind of like turned it up a notch. Uh, and Josh, of course, since he's like he's he's an absolute um, he's an absolute centaur, as Matt had said um, for this game. I think I'm going to pick the Bills as well. And here's why. I think this could be their year. I think this is the year that they finally get over that Chiefs hump. I like obviously like Mahomes should be like a like a guarantee or a lock like most of the most seasons to be at least in the conference championship, but I think there's something about this Bills team. Like there's something about the Aurora, like however you pronounce it, that um it's just like they they do feel like a more complete team. It's all about like if they stop Mahomes and like stop him from making all these crazy plays outside structure. But it's like I don't know with with with, with the way Brian Dabble's calling plays recently, with how the offense is just clicking and how Josh Allen is playing like an absolute superhuman. I think they just barely sneak out and win this one. Yeah, it's gonna be really fun. I'm so I mean because I'm just not sure on this game. Dan or I've just got some intel. Dan Orlovsky, your boy. If both these teams play their best game, I think, which is such a weird prediction to say, if both these teams play their best game, I think Buffalo beats the Chiefs. Because you know what happens if Buffalo loses? Dan Olavsky might, well, clearly, I didn't pick them to win. Well, clearly, Buffalo didn't play their best game. He'll be looking fly while he says it, though. I hate, yeah, I hate when people do that, though. I know we were pro Dan Olavsky previously, but now I'm anti Dan Olavsky. I don't don't like that (laughs) one. Does that affect your decision, though, that he's riding, he thinks Buffalo can win if they play their best game? Mm, Only thing I'm leaning on ribs, 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 ribs. Oh, the rib bet. Yeah. Can you, can you refresh the viewers what the rib bet is? So if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, I have, I have to eat a full rack of ribs. Damn man, no, you, you get keep, to. You, you don't throwing, have to. Yeah, you keep throwing you this get half to. to, I have to. It's, a, it's Jared, a bet, Jared. Jared, it's a privilege. It's and a bet. you know what? We're gonna overnight. We're gonna overnight some ribs for you. We're gonna overnight <laughs> right straight from Kansas City. No, 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 no. People do it all the time. There are services that you could overnight. For Christmas, we had uh, Philly cheesesteak straight from Philadelphia. Yeah, those aren't ribs though. Oh, Why don't God. you guys ever send me that shit? Yeah, because it costs money, broke bitch. Oh, fuck you. Jared, we should just send your two Kansas City. We'll get you. Ribs. No, over, it'll be good. It, it'll be quality. 
It'll, it'll be same day delivery. Like it'll be that good. It's just like a hundred bucks, but services for that. You could pay for it. Okay. Uh, sure. Fuck it. We, yeah, we'll we'll take it out of the Suryacho yeah. fund. I cause I picked the Buccaneers to win, so I don't think it's gonna happen. So if it does, fine. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do it Jared, for crawfish from Louisiana eventually. Crawfish season right now. It's gonna be good. But who do you like in this game? Uh, last time the Chiefs and Bills played, Tredavious White played, and now he's arguably the best corner in the league. I would say. Here's the thing, though, Jared. You and I aren't gonna be at that game to help the Chiefs out. I know that's true. Ooh. What's going on? Or Jack Jackson is gonna have to rain rain it in for the boys. So playoff Jackson, playoff Jackson. That renegade's gonna get Jackson. murdered, bro. He is going to hit it so hard. Corvette, Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tear your shoulder. Holy cow. That'd be bad. That'd be hilarious. Oh my god. Um, yeah, it's hard to beat a team twice in one season. Kind of going with that logic. Mm. Chiefs looked great last week. They looked odd. They also played the Montessori blind and deaf nuns. <laughs> that's true. A retired nun. So that Tredavious White <laughs> thing is in my in my brain right now. Okay. So I'm gonna go Chiefs. Mm. All right, we're spinning the wheel. Chiefs are the home team. The Bills are the away team. Need a wiki, please, please, wiki, wiki, wiki. I know wiki, wiki would be very nice. Uh, no, but we got the away team though. Uh, the wheels picked the away team. A Billy, a Billy, a Billy. Except for the box, it picked the away team. Yeah, we picked the away team three times. The, the the wheel likes the road team. I don't think the wheel is going to have a good week, but that's just me because I picked the, against never, the wheel a couple does. times. Um, uh, I wish there were more games to talk about. I'm so bummed. Mm-hmm. I'm so bummed. We got Pro Bowl uh, in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, man. That's going to be so What are we going to do in the offseason? We we'll, we'll definitely transition more into the NBA and maybe some Korean baseball, but we'll, we'll definitely have some more segments <laughs> and things like that. Talk about. Um, you get a couple of beers in me. I am a Korean baseball wizard. That was, that. you talk about degenerates. Yeah. People were going hard on that during COVID. Which Korea? Korean base. I don't know. Probably South Korea because North Korea doesn't have, doesn't have food. How can they have a baseball league? I yeah, don't, I, there's no sunflower seeds I mean, to chew. I mean, it's a shortage. There are. You just get shot if you do it. Um, I want to play uh, Baker Mayfield's video. He just had a successful shoulder surgery. He is currently soldier. in a sling. He got a soldier, soldier surgery. Uh, he respects the truth. I'm like you, Jared. Sleepiest soldiers. All right. God gives his best surgeries to his biggest shoulders. So. Um, this is Baker Mayfield talking about his surgery. Thanks to Dr. Limpivasti, this doctor in LA. People are people are like, oh, we have the Cleveland Clinic. Uh, why don't you go to the doctor? You're you don't like Cleveland. Fuck you. You got surgery. Uh, for and the team, his team for performing successful surgery. This is only going to be a minor bump in the road. Excited to get healthy and back to my normal self. Thank y'all and God bless. Here's what he says in this video. I haven't, I haven't listened to this yet. Hey everybody, just wanted to check in. Surgery went great. Uh, was a complete success. <laughs> Had a great medical team. It went so uh, bad. Fucking sucked. Check that. My shoulder hurts. Get this fixed, and now it's on the way to. Fuck it all up. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! One of those steps to get back to my true self. Um, this past year hasn't been very easy. He's so high on painkillers uh, right now. A lot of stuff has gone down, and, and it wasn't wasn't easy on me or my family. So I appreciate everybody that's reached out. That. Wish me well and good luck with surgery, all the prayers and everything. It definitely did not go unnoticed, so thank you. Um, Thanks to everybody that's helped out so far. Um, That's dying. Now it's it's on the way to the road to recovery. It's not going to be an easy one, but um, it's going to be one that I'm going to remember. 20 seconds left. I should have went to Cleveland. I'll keep you guys updated. (laughs) so bad. Uh, This is not the end of my story. Uh, It's just going to be one of those little things that I'll look back and remember that it's um, one of those challenges that in adversity that I'm going to try and take advantage of and it'll make me a better person. So thanks for everybody that's reached out once again. 
Let's go get it. Oh, oh, I didn't no. say go Browns. No. Oh, no. That's an omen. Oh, no. Wow. Baker. No, no, no. You're not, first off, you're not playing Dungeons and Dragons with Johnny Stan, and now you don't say go Browns. <laughs> Matt is dying. <laughs> Matt is crying. What are you, what's going on in your head? <laughs> Instagram, they fucked up. They did surgery on the wrong shoulder. <laughs> I told them my left, and they did their left. <laughs> What the fuck? They did surgery to guys, fucking mirror. Guys, I've been through so much. I went undrafted. Uh, they say I should be undrafted, but now I literally have a chip on my shoulder. I have a chip in my, my shoulder. Ow! <laughs> Talk. I need you to go. Talk. I need you to go in there. I need you to remove this chip from my shoulder. He just comes out mild manner. Doc's like, Doc's like, no, you're built different. I can't. You can't. You're built different. You need it, Baker. You, you need it. No, just like, you're six like, foot. You need this to survive. No way. I, 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 I just imagine like surgery is like. Like, like the surgeon's like jigsaw. You have five seconds to remove your shoulder, or else you're gonna die. It's like he has, a, he has a saw off his shoulder. To, to like live. He has a saw. He has a saw off his shoulder just to live. Or else you go to the Jaguars. <laughs> or else you go to the Jaguars. Let the games begin. Oh my god. His his doctor's name is Limpus Vast Limpus Vasti. Limpus Ligma. <laughs> that sounds like a Ligma joke. Wait, Ligma. Doctor Ligma. <laughs> What the heck is Fugma? Well, can you fuck my ass? Oh my god! <laughs> you see that one? Like that video is so funny. I don't think anyone would get that, but like that's, that's that was uh, that problems. was unbelievable, <laughs> bro. That dude, that dude's on the Rogers painkillers. That dude is. Yeah, he got Blasters the Rogers right for sure. My boy is off yeah. the bean right now. <laughs> <laughs> that boy, that boy so is rocking funny. the Brett Favre special. <laughs> oh. oh, fraud! What? He fine. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is he rocking fine. fraud? Yeah, but he cheated on his wife with cancer. Uh, Jeez, I, uh, when is I that what you meant? My first ever tweet when I got Twitter is I tweeted at the girl who he sent the pictures to asking if she had Snapchat. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was pretty. Man, I thought I was pretty man, funny. Jen Slater, yeah. Bonk. Where, where's the Bonk. Where's the bad? Bonk. Bonk. Well, I think. <laughs> just just, just beat him over the head with the wheel. Yeah, eighth grade. I think eighth grade. You were twelve <laughs> asking her if she had Snapchat. I thought it'd be a funny joke. You were fourteen. She unless responded. You were, unless you were God given. She, she responded. She what did she say? She said, "Hell no." <laughs> oh my god, dude! Uh, I should call her. <laughs> See how she's doing. Wait, wait. Can you tweet Stop her that. again? Mm. Wait, is it her Jen Slater, right? That's just, what I'm thinking. Just retweet Sturger, it. Sturger. That's what it is. I was gonna say Jen Slater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Jen Slater Jen reports Sturger. the Cowboys. Yeah, she's yep. the one who tweeted that things and Cowboys Jen fans Slater, are throwing yeah. stuff at the fans. Why would you impersonate that? Like they the got thrown shit at them. She's married. Good for her. Hey, you know we all move along in life. You know we don't. I'll stay 14 Two. unless you're Jackson Mahomes or the people at Carmelone dates. Um, let's let's <laughs> yeah, talk about that. let's talk about our uh, our our skit or segment for the week. Our skit for the to week. Close. You know, some some people probably rehearse things here. <laughs> our unnecessary Nickelodeon moments in NFL history. Let's talk about the great if if Nickelodeon were around. I mean, the Nickelodeon game. I think we would all agree is electric. Oh, you I know, love Young it. Dylan stole the show. Yep. I think it was awesome. Yeah. I. Wish and we've talked about this and you brought it up, Jared. So nice job bringing up another segment. If Nickelodeon was around when other crazy moments happened in NFL history, around crazy moments, so unnecessary Nickelodeon moments in NFL history. Johnny, I want you to start first. 
Okay, so my <laughs> pick is Miles Garrett hitting Mason Rudolph. Oh, that's on a good. I was gonna pick yeah, that. Hit, hit, hitting it on the head, and then like, and then like one that happens, like they play a mo- montage of Patrick going, "That guy got hit in the head with a coconut." <laughs> Mason Rudolph just gets a big bump that comes out. Of his- <laughs> no, yeah, and, 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 then, and then and then Cam Hayward starts beating the shit out of him. He got hit in the head with two coconuts. <laughs> he gets the dizzy stars around his head. He's like. <laughs> it makes like a squeaky noise when his helmet is. <laughs> Whoa! The girl is slime coming on a Mason's head. Oh wait, no, Miles, that is that is how brain how fluid. Many fingers, I'm check it on how many fingers am I holding up, Miles? Imagine <laughs> <laughs> if that did happen on the Nickelodeon broadcast. If that happened on the Nickelodeon broadcast. <laughs> Nate Burleson trying to explain that that happens in football sometimes. So sometimes these guys are really aggressive. Right? Yeah, they beat CTEs, their wives. They, 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 they just they just dropped the f bomb. These guys have fucking CTE. <laughs> Young Sheldon explains it. <laughs> they they play like they. Play like, <laughs> <laughs> Young Dylan, you talking Young Yo, Sheldon, he was explaining penalties. Sheldon, Sheldon oh my god, you just hear like Mason Rudolph gets hit in the helmet, and you see like you hear like a faint scream in the background. <laughs> Oh my god! Like that's Patrick, a good one. Like Patrick screaming. Oh, that's a good Johnny, one. Johnny, do the Patrick scream. <laughs> funny, fun, funnier version. Funnier version. <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's <laughs> one shit post I found. Well, damn, that was so funny. That was kind of mine, um, but I think it'd be yeah, funny man. that whenever, whenever someone, uh, whenever I'm, someone, I'm so glad you, got, I'm, I'm so glad you, like, you told me to go first, because like, I'm glad you interrupted me again for the eighth time this podcast. I think it would be really funny when someone streaks on the field, they like cover <laughs> them in like suds or something. <laughs> I'm just good. like, I think I'd be like, hey, look, it's a naked guy. Get, <laughs> get that SpongeBob chase music going, like, boom. That 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 be I'd be good. I, I like that one. That was my backup one. Um, I think it'd be funny if Bottlegate. Uh, was that one too. Joey, that was my backup one. All right, Jared, talk about talk about Bottlegate. I don't know your price with the bottles or what. <laughs> water bottles. They they're throwing water bottles in the field because the players are so thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Hydration is important, kids. Remember, these athletes need just as much fluids as you. Mm-hmm. While they're not, while they're not taking drugs, they're staying hydrated. Right. Or when Ndamukongsu kicked TJ Lang in the balls on Thanksgiving, <laughs> that would have been a good one. That would be. Or when that's the, gonna leave a mark. <laughs> or when uh, the Bills threw a dildo on the field. I don't know how they would have tackled that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they would have to give the top oh, wait, line wait, on wait, 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 the dildo would the dildo would be like like they like they replaced with like Arnold's grandpa from Hey Arnold because his head looks like a dick. Oh my! Or Squidward, or Squidward. <laughs> ah, SpongeBob, why'd you throw me on the field? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Imp- that sounded like Mr. Krabs. No, it no, didn't. That, was, that, was that literally sounded like Squidward. Literally. Squidward. Squidward. Ooh, Squidward. That's Mr. Krabs. Mr. Squidward, I should kick your fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you like living in unemployment, Mr. Squidward. <laughs> check out check out those unemployment checks, Mr. Squidward. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> um, what did you have? I'm kicking you off the team, Mr. Squidward. They just talk about AB. I'm just kicking you off the team, Mr. Squidward. Oh my god. I have two actually. 
Okay. So the first one is I have a more childish one, then I have a more like adult Nickelodeon one. Okay. So the more childish one is going back to a date that Jared knows very well. Oh. It was when Randy Moss scored a big touchdown against the Green Bay Packers on Lambeau Lambeau Field. And he decided to celebrate by mooning the crowd. I think seeing having to see those little squirts, those little pip squeaks have to cover that one up would have been phenomenal. What what would they have covered it up with? They'd probably just have to blast him with slime, but like that that would have happened so quickly. It happened so quickly. Slime 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 comes out of his crack. It it, it happened so quickly that they would have had no they would have they would have shown it for sure. Oh, they have to, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Then they have to have to like give like kids at home a talk about how to conduct yourself. Sportsmanship. <laughs> Young Sheldon has to explain sportsmanship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what that just reminded me of before you go into your second one? The 2004 Super Bowl halftime show where there was a wardrobe oh, malfunction no, yeah. with Janet Jackson. Oh, no. Can you imagine Nickelodeon trying to cover that one up? <laughs> Throwing plankton. It's SpongeBob with the anchor arms. Oh. <laughs> She's just buff. That'd be great. My second Please one is. Darn you. <laughs> so, my second one, I went more the Drake and Josh iCarly route because Nickelodeon isn't just SpongeBob. Right. I, whenever I always just kind of think of this on SpongeBob. Bob, but they really have some great adult shows, and those shows do a great job at explaining relationships. Like iCarly's always flirting with someone. Drake from Drake and Josh is always flirting with someone. Oops, looking at it now. But <laughs> but Oops. I think it's important that this relationship education is brought to the league as well, which is why I chose um, a model relationship. And at my eyes, Manti Teo and his girlfriend. <laughs> I think if Nickelodeon would have covered that, that would have been a great learning oh experience for children. How would they even have covered that? I don't know. They talk about imaginary friends. Oh, <laughs> man. Something with like, yeah, yeah, I like that. That's, that was pretty good. Damn. It would, it, it, it would have been like even funnier if like Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends was a Nickelodeon oh, show. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's a Cartoon Network like show. Maybe the Cartoon Network can tackle the Manti Teo one. Oh, there you go. Yeah, man. Should have been like, that would have been crazy. Um, I what about the butt fumble? They would have had a blast with oh, no. that. They yeah, would have they loved that. You just hit it like a squeaky toy. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, SpongeBob, we, we, we just finished a seven mile butt, sl- butt smacking uh chain or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> the spanking chain or whatever. Yeah, he, like, yeah, he just he just like accidentally runs into the guy. Like, whoops. <laughs> or Albert Hainsworth stepping on Andrew Garrod's face. Oh, oh god, that would have been a bad one. That Slime would have came out of his. Eyelid or something. <laughs> what about the Pistons? Get pa- your feet out of my eye socket. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about the Pistons Pacers brawl? Malice at the Palace. <laughs> they wouldn't have been able been to. They, they would have been overwhelmed. Yeah, that'd have been a long the commercial break. The producer like, I can't press slime fast enough. They're all fighting each other now. <laughs> you, you call me a liar. I ain't calling you for dinner. They just start kicking. The and Ron Artest just beats the fuck out of the wrong guy in the stands. <laughs> Ron Artest squaring up with Young Dylan. I ain't calling you. <laughs> Young Dylan just gets his fucking ass kicked. No, wait, wait, Jermaine O'Neal. <laughs> Sheldon as he slides. <laughs> that would hurt. God forbid that ever happens. God forbid that ever happens. I, Holy that, shit. God damn it. That just, <laughs> they just start throwing. Like they, they just start throwing shit at Sheldon as he's trying to leave the, <laughs> the court. 
The refs have to escort young Sheldon out. He's like, ow! They're kicking the shit out of me. The reason, the reason that hurt is because that glass bottle hit me with the velocity of the <laughs> I need to go to the fucking... I need to go to the hospital. I, I got some boobs. I have what is called an open wound in the back of my head. <laughs> and blood is going out yeah. at an alarming rate, and if, I actually if, might die. If I don't get medical attention glass, within 36 minutes... <laughs> the only thing that's saving me is this headset that's blocking the, the wound in the back of my head. Oh, God. <laughs> I just got Jared, Jared, did we get, Jared, did we get to you? Yeah, yeah. I did Bottlegate and then uh, Nadabakatsu kicking TJ Lang in the balls. Um, God damn it. Oh, my God. What about the Falcons' 28-3 so lead? Oh, no. Squidward choking, but, like, that's probably been, like, done by, like, so many more. Whoa, Squidward, Falcons like, are choking. Um, that Jaguar-Saints game. You know how they had Patrick in the in the field goal uh, when that one guy was kicking, and Patrick was happy when he made it. It's like when the Jaguars or the Saints came back against the Jaguars and like threw all those laterals, and then the guy misses the PAT. There's something there. I don't know. I'm trying to think. It's I'm like, it's sure. like, Pat, Pat, like Patrick looking at his hand at, on a Valentine's Day episode, just frowns. <laughs> something like that. Uh, bounty gate game, the Vikings Saints. Ooh. They have to explain Ooh. the bounties. <laughs> oh, no. So Greg Williams offered Jonathan Vilma 17 Krabby Patties and he could knock Brett Favre out of this game. <laughs> Wait, what 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 is that uh that chocolate with nuts episode? Like I I like where where that guy gets in like that guy gets injured i feel like i feel like that could describe bounty gate like i, I can't use like any of my arms and every every <laughs> night every night i i have a heart attack or whatever yeah <laughs> oh my god there's so much potential i hope nickelodeon because i i think it's important that you know nickelodeon is seen as role models so they have sometimes have to have the tough conversations i think yeah with yeah with with the kids oh wait jo- jo- josh gordon it's like the loud house <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Josh um, Gordon. Josh Gordon pays rent in the Loud House. <laughs> Josh Gordon loves seaweed. <laughs> he eats it all the time. In fact, he, he should be playing football instead of having seaweed. I bet if he stopped eating seaweed, he would be able to play football. If <laughs> he just if he just comes on, shut the fuck up, Sheldon. <laughs> He's like blasting him. The dare the dare lion comes out and gives him a lesson. <laughs> Um, that was so much potential Nickelodeon. Hope you're listening because there's, there's a lot of, we'll take a 10% commission off that, but I'm excited for this week. I'm especially excited. Like you said, for the bills chiefs game, I think the 49ers Packers game is going to be closer than people think. I don't think there's going to be any blowouts this week. I think everything's going to be close. I think if there is one, it's Titans Bengals. You think so? Yeah. I just, I, I, I like the Bengals. I, I, I thought it was, pa- I thought it was like Packers game could be a blowout. I don't think it will, but I think I can see that too. The Packers, you never know. I think they're all going to be close. I'm super excited for that. Any uh, any errors before we close? Uh, you said soldier instead of shoulder. Right, right. Uh, You, I knew you would fix it on that. I I fucked up a joke. I, uh, someone said bills, 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 and I said call TLC, but I should call Destiny's Child because of the song Bills, Bills, Bills. I don't think anyone heard it, but I no, we did. We just understand it. I wanted to fess up to that. I don't know that song. Johnny, I think you had a perfect game. I said, I said sorry, like no, Johnny, Johnny definitely did not. Have a perfect game. I no, think sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. again, he, he, thirteen. No, 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 I don't know what, but I'm I'm not gonna admit he had a perfect game. There's always something you can work on. Man of morals yeah. and ethics. I think I did pretty well, though. I will say, um, you, you you did say soldier, as we said. You did soldier. Yeah, he said. He said did soldier. a soldier. Yeah, friendly yeah, fire, so. if you will. Jeez, um, you also told me Baker Mayfield's better than Kyle Murray. No, well, okay. He, I mean, he yeah. is. No, he's not. Yeah. No. 
Anything else? I think we're good. Well, this has been the Surya Show. We are presented by DraftKings. That was a fun one. Thanks again, it's Johnny Stan uh, for the time, and thank you all so much for listening, uh, reviewing. However, you do, we, we really do appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. Everybody have a great week, and we will see you next week for the AFC and NFC Championship games. That's really cool to say out loud. I'm pumped yeah. for that. We'll see you next time. Go Niners. Peace. Peace.